Welcome to On The Mic With Mike. We don't always have these conversations with our loved ones, but we need to. The podcast that addresses controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system. Do you understand what we had to get to to carry a gun and defend ourselves? And even cultural challenges we face every day. People just love to make it about race. That's not the case. What causes you to be in a relationship that may lead to a potential domestic issue down the line? Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from an independent perspective based on facts and data. Why not use statistics in your analysis? And now your host. Do I seem like I'm on something or am I just losing it? Instructor Mike. This is Trigger with Instructor Mike. Uh, I am Instructor Mike. We got KD and Angela in the room. We got other folks who are going to be joining us shortly. And for those of y'all listening on the podcast, welcome to On the Mic with Mike. All that great stuff. Uh, Oh, and we got Instructor Q just popped into the room. What's going on? Look like you ate the turkey already. I wish, man. (laughs) Actually, I actually just dropped 15 pounds. I'm proud of myself. And nice. that's what ha- congratulations. And that's what happens when you get with Weight, weight, weight Watchers. By the way, this show is, in- <laughs> <laughs> is- <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. All right, great, great, great. All right, Katie, Angela, Instructor Key, if you want to go on ahead and plug your stuff, so we can go on ahead and get started because we're going to talk about the Ahmad Aubrey uh, decision that just came down, and we're going to go on ahead and go there. Yes, go. I don't care who goes. Anybody can go. I'm fine. I would assume Katie would go first. Uh, Instructor Katie, uh, Kingdom Devoted Training, South Suburbs of Chicago Land Area. That's Um, it. Key from Key Enterprise um, in the South Suburbs. And I'm Angela. Um, I'm an instructor as well, and I'm a professional student. I don't have a plug for my business, though. That's it. That's it. This is the Thanksgiving show. This is just get it out. Right. Get it out. What's going on? Was it Bladus? How am I saying that right? Uh, On YouTube. What's going on? He saw me on, was that Rakita's Law Stream? So we're going to talk about the, uh, just, and this show isn't going to be long. This isn't going to be, what's up? We got John from Guardian Concepts in the room. Looked like he just served a search warrant. (laughs) <laughs> been an interesting day brother i i would imagine so i'd imagine so any fun raids oh i, I get it i it's already that type of day i bet i already killed mine it's that type of day hey oh, my, my vivid this life is, this is the uh fun the fun liquid yeah i bet that's it <laughs> the fun liquid. hey that's why we're gonna only keep this show to an hour so i'm monitoring the time <laughs> why are you even lying man we ain't ever did an hour long show it's good to have faith. Shit. <laughs> it's good to have it. All right, it's good. Not, to- a, not in the legal system, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> all right, so here we go. What's, we're going to go on ahead and get started. You all know uh, Guardian Concepts. We're going to go on ahead and straighten the banner across the way. Marquise may be out. And uh, John Jacob, Jingleheimer Schmitz, in other words, Jacob. He's going to be joining us shortly. If you're watching by YouTube, uh, go on ahead and subscribe and share. 
the uh, stream, share the stream, get some more people into this conversation because you don't want to miss out on this. This is going to be a uh, important show because we're going to talk about uh, the verdicts that came down in the Travis uh, McMichael, George McMichael and the uh, was it William Bryan uh, case. In other words, the people of the state of Georgia versus Michaels and others. OK. Uh, in the shooting death of Ahmaud Aubrey in Georgia. We are going to talk about that because there are some lessons that could be learned from that trial. You know, now those may say this isn't about concealed carry. I tend to disagree because it actually is about concealed carry because it still involves the use of a firearm. Okay. So uh, it is definitely something that you could learn, something that I know that I've preached multiple times in class. I know Katie has, John has, I'm sure Instructor Key has, and Angela has too. So this will be stuff that we will be in agreement with. Uh, and I'll even add a little side side uh, bar in terms of where I think the defense uh, failed. Now, regardless of what side you are on the issue, I will say that uh, Ahmaud Aubrey should be alive, okay? Uh, hey, Jacob's popping into the room. I will say that, uh, what's going on, Jacob? What's going on, sir? What's up, Jake? What's up, fellas? All right, now, I, and lady, yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will say that uh, Ahmaud Aubrey should be alive. Yes, his life did matter, but I think that there are things on both sides that uh, should have been done and could have been done to change the outcome of what was done. Um, so let's go on ahead and dive right on uh, into it. So when we look at here, uh, we see that Travis McMichael uh, was found guilty of malice murder, felony murder, what, four counts of felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, uh, and one count of false imprisonment, and then one count of attempt uh, criminal attempt to commit a felony. Okay. Uh, those of you all who may not have remembered the conversation, you will see that, uh, Travis McMichael is the coast guardsman who served as a boarding officer. Okay. For those who don't know the United States coast guard in peacetime is under the department of Homeland security, the United States department of Homeland security, which is a federal law enforcement agency. And in times of war, they can be activated, uh, to the United States Navy federalized. Okay. Uh, then you have Gregory McMichael, who uh, was found not guilty of malice murder, but guilty of the remaining counts, as you see here. Fel four counts of felony murder, two counts of ag assault, uh, one count of false imprisonment, and uh, one count of criminal attempt to commit a felony. Uh, then you see William Roddy Bryan, who I, I, I'm going to... I'm not going to lie. I was actually kind of sad to see uh, his outcomes because he really didn't do shit but get in the car and record it. Like, if it was not for him, we would have been able to see no video of nothing. And who knows what the outcome uh, would have been. But he was found not guilty of malice murder, not guilty of one count of felony murder, but guilty of three other counts of felony murder, which I don't understand. Not guilty of one count of ag assault, but guilty of another count of ag assault. And then guilty of the false imprisonment and criminal attempt to commit a felony. I was really, um, I don't say heartbroken, so to speak. But I think that the least culpable 
in this situation was William Bryan. Anybody else? What are your What are your thoughts on that? And I'm gonna look at the comments too. You all feel free to comment. Please let's get the likes up. Let's get the shares up. Please let's get the likes up. Elijah Israel, what's going on? What's going on? Thoughts, guys. Thoughts and lady. Uh, um, I really, I really didn't see too much of where they could get malice murder from. Um, I understood the fe the felony murder charges, but. The malice murder, I'm still not understanding how they came to that conclusion. Okay. Um, false imprisonment made sense. Um, yeah, most of the, most of the other charges, most most of the other charges made sense, but proving that whole malice malice murder charge really didn't make too much sense to me. Now, according to Stephen Holliday, he said that he admitted to trying to hit Ahmad with uh, the truck. Uh, mm. So in terms of he, who are we talking about? He in terms of Travis, he in terms of Gregory, or he in terms of... I think he's talking about... Uh, William? I think he's talking about, yeah, William. Because yeah. um, he said that, like, if he really wished that all he would have did was had hit him with a truck, this probably would have stopped him from... Uh, stopped him from... Uh, and he testified running. to this. Or he or he yeah. stated yeah, that... he testified. I believe he testified to that on the stand. Oh, my God. Which is another thing we're going to talk about, too. Jesus. Uh, okay, keep going, guys. I don't understand the felony, the felony murder charges. Um, if someone can shed light on that. Sure, no problem. So felony murder in the basic sense is if someone... Ooh, KD, you're getting... Uh, I haven't forgotten, Angela. Hang tight. You seen the comments? Do you think the Rittenhouse verdict affected this jury decision? Y'all, we are... We are... We got a surprise for you. Because we're going to throw a hypothetical out there and it's going to spin... You was going to spin the wheels. So let's let's see where we go with this. Uh, felony murder is in the commission of a felony if death results as a direct causation from the felony that was committed. In other words, uh, we didn't we, we, we were committing a robbery. Right. But in the course of that robbery, which is a felony, actions Somebody take place die. and someone dies. That's felony murder. OK, but so the one how how can one person be guilty of three counts of that and not one i don't understand i with one yeah that's the question with one with one person who was harmed that's a good question <laughs> i don't I think i think it's i think it's more so the fact of if i call mike and say mike we about to go out here and we gonna go rob a gas station i'm the only one that's armed mike is the driver if i go inside of the gas station to rob it and mike gets killed i know what you're thinking of you're thinking of the accomplices in that. No, 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 no. Okay. no All of them got hit with four counts. So gotcha. it's not like I'm getting an extra count for these guys. I'm getting extra counts for whatever else <laughs> fuck, took place. One, only one person was murdered, yeah? Only so, one person, yeah. Now, how many? Go ahead. They, they were charged. Maybe they were charged with four felonies. During the commission of those felonies, somebody died. Therefore, they were also charged with four counts four count. uh. of felony murder because they were they were charged with four separate felonies. I think that might be it. All right. So for every crime, every for every felony that they committed, they, tend to go they were also like charged with felony right. murder for each count. So according, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, according to Georgia Code six, uh, Section sixteen five one, malice murder, felony murder, and then murder in the second degree. Uh, a person commits the offense of murder when he unlawfully and with malice aforethought either expressed or implied caused the death of another human being. We know that to be murder. Expressed malice is that deliberate intention 
unlawfully to take the life of another human being, which is being manifested by external circumstances capable of proof. Malice shall be implied where no considerable provocation appears and where all circumstances of the killing show an abandoned and malignant heart. Um, C, the person commits the offense of murder when in the commission of a felony. This is felony murder. Do not speak unless you're spoken oh, to. Sorry about that. Uh, he or she causes the death of another human being irrespective of malice. Uh, and then second degree murder, which, which this wouldn't apply. Um, getting some notes here. Yeah, I <laughs> thanks, Megan. <laughs> Shouts out to Megan, who's giving some notes here. Um, what, 16.51? Yep, same thing I just read off. Uh, and then false imprisonment. So she, she's giving me some notes here <clears throat> with regard to that. But we just read that. So I think that what you guys explained um, is exactly what just came over. And I'm going to read these, Megan, while they're talking. So Hebrew Awakening says, all I know is that they're going to prison. Case closed. Hebrew Awakening, don't hang your hat on that because while they may go to prison, right, they still may appeal. We don't know what those grounds for appeal are, even though there are other people who are way more legally astute than I am who can cite a, who can cite that's okay Jacob who can cite appealable issues and you see what I'm saying it is possible for sentences you know to be amended on appeal so you you got to be careful about the celebration because you know it is what it is so I'm just saying Ahmad's life did matter but there are things that you can learn because there are a lot of mistakes that concealed carriers make where you could easily find yourself in the position of a George and Travis McMichael. Yes. Okay. Yep. So let's go on ahead and get back to the slides. Unless anybody else want to add anything so that we can go ahead and go forward. Good to go. Yeah, yeah no, we're good. Uh, All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and get back to the slide. Here we go. So let's talk about this. What can concealed carriers learn? Uh, number one, citizens arrest statute. Look, I am, I am not going to sit here and say I'm not a fan of citizens arrest. Even as a former cop, I'm not going to sit here and say that I... I thought I said the first time, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that I am a fan. Uh, what I am going to sit here and say is, if you're going to use it, learn the tenets of what you can and cannot do. Okay? Specifically in Illinois, and I'm going to use Illinois standard because we're the last state in the union to get concealed carry, it's wacky, whatever the case may be. But chapter 725, Illinois Compiled Statutes Act 5, section 107.3 or dash three, which is arrest by a private citizen. It states that any person may arrest another if, when, if he has reasonable grounds to believe that an offense other than an ordinance violation is being committed. So one of the things that the prosecution in this case really did focus on was uh, that it, it, for a citizen's arrest, it cannot be based on probable cause. 
I teach that to security officers. I teach that to citizens. Whatever the case may be, it cannot be based on probable cause. It must be based on facts and circumstances, more so facts, that you know in your presence. And notice that it, 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 it has an expiration date. It's not something where you can say this person did this yesterday and then we're going to go on ahead and arrest them for it. That's more so of a police uh, thing. And we're going to get into that in terms of the, the defense and where they failed in using what could have been a viable argument that might have turned the tides. Marquise is supposed to be popping in in a minute. He just uh, advised me. So um, here we go. You got to be careful to look at the language in the statute. And then I will yield uh, in case you guys want to chime in or whatever the case may be. I want to say raise your hand because I just tend to talk and she's keep going. But notice you say right here and I'm going to read your comments. So keep the comments going. Let's get the likes up, shares and all that great stuff. OK, um, notice it says a private person may. And I've highlighted it here. May. It is not a legal duty. You don't have a statutory legal duty to make that arrest, unlike that of a police officer. Okay, there are statutes that command police officers to make arrest with offenses they know that they can prove in court, things like that. Okay, warrants and a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. Then you look at let me see if he's got the link. Um, hold on. Were you coming on? Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Then you look at here where it says reasonable grounds. Reasonable grounds is not probable cause. Okay. Reasonable grounds is not probable cause. Reasonable grounds is akin to a Terry stop, right? You've got reason to believe that a person has or is committing this offense, right? In this day and age, we got a whole bunch of People recording, you saw it, you witnessed it, things like that, okay? And then in the statute, it says offense. The difference between Georgia's statute and this statute in Illinois is that Georgia's specifically specify felony. For those who don't know what a felony is, it is any crime where the sentence imposed upon conviction is where you can be sentenced to one year or more in prison up to and including life in prison with or without the possibility of parole or death. That's a felony, not the severity of the crime, because one could argue that battery could be severe. Domestic battery could be severe. DUI could be severe. Weapons charges could be severe. But it's not the name of the crime. It's what you could be sentenced to. So that's a felony. That means you would have to dive into criminal law and learn what a felony is, right? If you're not willing to do that and you live in Georgia and you live in that kind of state where it's specific, right, then you might want to pull back, okay? You might want to pull back. Um, now, I heard that, I just saw March 2021 is when the citizen's arrest law was changed. Well, in Illinois, ours is still the same. We talk a lot of shit about other people. We don't change our own shit. Politics, ugh. All right, then you've got chapter 720, Illinois Compiled Statutes Act 5, section 7-6, private person's use of force in making an arrest. And it states, I'm going to read this just off my mind verbatim, a private person when making a citizen's arrest or assisting another person in making a private arrest 
is justified in the use of force he would be justified in using if summoned or directed by a peace officer to make that arrest. So essentially, Illinois is talking shit. If a private person is making a citizen's arrest, what the statute is saying is that you can use the same force that you would be able to use reasonably, okay, if you were summoned by the police to make that arrest. Now, when summoned by the police, right, 720 ILCS 5, Section 7-7, private person's use of force in resisting arrest, you're not authorized to resist the arrest of a private person who's summoned and directed by a peace officer to make an arrest. You see where the confusion comes in? Lord Jesus, we're all over the place here, right? So long and short of it, okay, you got to be careful if you're going to make a citizen's arrest. The difference is, and I'll read some of the comments and then open up the floor for y'all to just comment, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, but the difference in making a citizen's arrest is when police officers make the arrest, they are allowed statutory leeway where if it's done on good faith, it's called good faith exemptions, right? If it's done on good faith exemptions, they have the power to arrest, they have the power to unarrest. And then they're immune, it's called qualified immunity. They're immune from civil and criminal prosecutions when they are doing things in their official capacity under the color of law and based on, based on a good faith exemption because the law commands them to make arrest. It commands them to take hunches and, and, and investigate these things to stop crime. Now, it's supposed to be proactive even though we can argue that in some cases it's reactive, especially now in this age of policing. But it's supposed to be proactive. And so if the government is going to charge you with that duty as a police officer to be proactive, it has to provide some buffer where, OK, we told you to do this. If you make a mistake and it's based on good faith with the facts and circumstances you knew at that time, we're going to give you a little play. OK, however, Citizens don't have that because you don't have a statutory duty, a statutory duty to do that. So if you take it upon yourself, the risk is all yours. And in fact, with some and I land, I land my plane with this. In fact, with some concealed carry insurance providers, citizens arrest is one of the things that they're like, no, we're not going to cover you. We're not going to cover you because you're looking for trouble. It's kind of like looking for accidents to get in. And if you're going to take that risk, then somehow it has to be mitigated by you having your own insurance cover it. Okay? Panel, what, what, what are your thoughts? I think the number one rule for concealed carry holders is something like this. Number one. Don't put yourself in shitty situations and you won't have to make shitty decisions. Just don't go there. Unless it's absolutely unavoidable. Mm -hmm. Don't put yourself in a bad situation and you won't have to make bad decisions. That's the way it was back in Nam. <laughs> <laughs> What's Come up, Marquise? <laughs> That's, That's a hell of an introduction. <laughs> shit. All right. Anybody, anybody else go. 
I mean, I think we all agree that, um, you know, it's it, 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 you kind of put yourself in a bad place when you're injecting yourself in a situation that you aren't originally a part of. Okay. Um, I, I understand how where some people come from, you know, like the whole sense of community and, you know, wanting to look look out for your neighborhood and whatnot, but you're, you're kind of taking it to the next step when you're, you know, injecting yourself into something that's, you know, that you're, where you're, where you're considering it, you know, like, um, uh, an arrest, an arrest, an arrestable um, offense, and you want to kind of just like stop that situation from happening. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I tell I tell my students often, you know, just avoid you know things like that. It's, it's really not your job to do that. It's really up to you if you want to do that. So if you're willing to take that, if you want to take that heat for it, then go for it. Right. But I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. Right. <clears throat> I tell my students, you ain't the police. And my mm-hmm. line from Friday. You ain't LAPD, you ain't NYPD, you ain't nothing. We Craig and Day Day. That's it, that's all. <laughs> Leave it, I keep it as simple as I can possibly can because you're going to put yourself in a situation. It's a lot of police that ain't going to do it. So now you out there, and, and to me, it's playing police. Um, it's kind of like those that have been a part of different organizations, being junior deputy, sorority. Deputy. Huh? Junior deputy. Playing junior deputy. There you go. If, 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 if you've been to, if you've been a part of a sorority fraternity or something along those lines, and you put their blood, sweat, and tears in it to get to that point, you don't, uh, even uh, even those that service me, stolen valor, you don't want to see someone out there taking advantage of it or using it, and they have not went through what you went through. Being in law, former in law enforcement, it's, to me, it's a shame that you go out there and you play police. You want to be the police? They got Everybody's hiring. Chicago's short right now. Everybody's hiring. Suit up, lose the weight, do some crunches, get off away from the table, skip over Thanksgiving, go down there and talk to Uncle Lord. Hey, you asking uh, an awful lot. Hey, hey, but you know what? They're trying to do an awful lot by going out there playing police because hey. they got to well, carry. Well, well, okay. Well, well, yep. hold on now. Now Ask I understand. Yourself. I understand what's going on with the McMichael case <clears throat> and everything else, but not too long ago we just talked about how police in our neighborhoods oh we gonna get there is oh we already went there no no we gonna get there oh, so hold on because i need you to come in we gonna get there oh okay my bad I we going there oh we going there but see when we say playing police <laughs> I, I think it's more so of police in your neighborhoods let's 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 understand it this is my neighborhood this is where i live at i'm not going to stand back and see something go on katie don't give it away and not address it. You, I'm going to call the police. Katie, you fucking up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I, had, I had to stop Marquise. I'm oh, stopping you because right, we give right. it. Hold on. We give right, advice. Okay, we give an advice for those of us who are not us. Okay. So, so, so okay. the best advice I can get to be is what you te- what we teach. Slot. Know your slot. Know yeah, your slot. Exactly. If, if, know your self- slot. Ask yourself two questions. Number one, is what I'm about to do worth going to jail over? Or number two, is what I'm about to do worth dying over? And if that's a no and a no, then don't fucking do it. How about that? There you go. Call the police there and let go. them do their job. That's what they get paid for. Here's the thing I'm going to always say. This is what I'm always need. Context. Yeah. I'm going to always need context. Because I would love to say, let the police do their job on specific areas of the spectrum 
And yes, I believe wholeheartedly in staying in your lane. But here's the thing, though, right? See what had happened was, I feel like training, training dictates a lot of stuff. For example, I tell my students, unless you learn how to clear a house, you need to come up with an emergency plan similar to what you do for a fire for um for a fire drill. Yep, fire, fire drill. Okay. Now, those of us if you who don't know may how to clear a house, don't clear the fucking house. Dabbled. I say dabbled. You know, we uh, Salt Bay. <laughs> those of us who have dabbled in the arts of kicking open a door, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know, removing someone from a situation mm-hmm. without causing new enemies mm-hmm. to um, um, be created. We might have different perspectives. So this is what I'm going to say, and, this, and I'm going to leave it at that. Your training does dictate what you will do. But, and I do mean but, as I said before, remember those 90s bracelets, WWJD? What would Jesus do? What would your ass have done if you didn't have a gun? Jesus flipped over the table in the no. Okay, all right. Right. So my thing is, and that's why, and that's why, that's why I'm gonna leave it at until we move to the next segment. Because again, what would you have done if you didn't have the gun? Would you have shut the hell up and kept walking? Would you have put on your cape? And still been that person, or did you let this gun make a man out of you? Because I'm gonna tell, or a woman out of you. Again, let's not be biased. Um, Because I'm gonna tell you like this: one of the worst things I've ever heard for a military member to say is, "I went to the blah 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 to become a man." No, the military makes you a better person. Mm -hmm. They can't make you into a person. Or a worse person. They can't make you a worse person. Because I'm going to tell you like this. You can tell who got their ass kicked in high school when you go to the military. Because the minute they pick up rank, they a little bit too high in the britches. And sometimes you got to allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Bill. Last name Bo. Right. You know, sometimes, hey, you got to refresh their memories. But that's what I'm going to say on that. Your training, your real training... Not your make-believe. I've been on YouTube all fuck all day. And I've been YouTube worrying everything. And now I'm officially trained. Right. Or I've been watching John Wick three days straight. And now I'm fully trained. Hell no. Mm-hmm. If you have no pressure tested training, don't put yourself in the pressure cooker. Because your ass will get boiled over and we're going to laugh at your ass. More than likely, because we already warned you. Mm-hmm. And what if I go to that guy that you had on your on your page today? Who? <laughs> you, Marquise? Who I had on Look my page? Look at his face. Look at his face. The dude with the with with the uh firearm pointing to his chest. Boy, you better stop playing with me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was tagged in that photo or that video, and I'm gonna tell you like this: me. I don't give a. F- Okay, I'm okay. I'm a curse for this one. I'm sorry. I try not to curse. I'm a curse for this. And it was coming. Fuck that guy. Right. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you, first of all, no one 
ever in captivity walks around with gloves on 24-7. Right. If you do, you are a germaphobe. Oh, my okay? God, yeah. Second a murderer. A murderer. Second of all, you wore gloves on purpose because you knew that if you missed, your gloves <laughs> would catch the hammer. You knew your gloves would catch the hammer. So that's the other thing. Third of all, if you won't play this game, play with the gun that has no hammer. You want to show me speed? That's how you show me speed. Right. But get the fuck. I mean, get out of here, man. You want to bug- Matter of fact, if you want to get impressive, hey, hey, real talk. If you want to get impressive, go look at the first lethal weapon. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Danny Glover caught the hammer of a revolver to stop Mel Gibson from shooting himself in the face. Mm-hmm. But we don't give Murtaugh the credit he deserves. No. Hashtag go Murtaugh. That's it. All right. Let's get let's get back on because I want to I want to focus on um, another thing that hurt the McMichaels. I'm hearing myself. Uh, another thing that hurt the McMichaels. One of the things that hurt the McMichaels is their statements. I want you all to know that. <sighs> Let's just get to this shit. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look. Call. Look, the 911 call to police. I want you to remember that the 911 call is recorded. Like police officers across the nation are wearing body cameras. You always have to act as though you are being recorded. You're being recorded by bystanders. You're being recorded by the police. And all of that stuff is subject to subpoena. All of that stuff is subject to being taken. I want to tell you this, that regardless of which side of the aisle that you are on, right, whether you, you know, are for the McMichaels or for Ahmad, whatever, right, I want you to understand that there are lessons that you can learn from this because when we tell you your statements will get you convicted, the McMichaels is an example of that. Okay. Now I want now you guys can say, well, that happened because it was a racist shooting. Look, no one is ever convicted because of what happened. They are convicted because of the evidence and the arguments that are presented before the triers of fact being the judge if it's a bench trial or the jury uh, in a jury trial, okay? Here we go. That call, those statements that you make on the scene, it can be considered a statement. It is that. Resciestay is a, Italian, a Latin word for, in essence, an excited utterance statement, okay? The purpose of the 911 call is to get the police to the scene, not tell your story. Yep. Amen. It's to get the police to the scene, not tell your story. When you call Wait, the police, so I'm not supposed to try to get you. You said I'm, I'm not supposed to convince the 911 caller that I did the right thing. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying. You are not I've supposed never to. Heard con- yes, you I've are. I've never heard that before. You said, you said, well, well, hell, you're hearing it. Y'all, y'all, I know you're saying that you, sarcastically. You're supposed to sing like Anita. Well, you know what? If you, if you listen to, <laughs> you always make me say stole, something. Baby. 
Oh my god! I, I literally in every last one of my classes over the last three months, every renewal I've done. You know how many times I've actually heard that thing that Marquis said out of my renewals? Oh, every crap, single one of them that you're supposed to sing. One of them told me no one ever told me that. What? Well, yep. Wow. Well, I'm gonna tell you this though. There, there <laughs> yeah, is, right. there is a group of people. I will not say where they're from, out of respect of you know certain things. Free is not free. Okay. Pause. 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 First of all, that organization didn't say that. That would be based on the instructors of the organization saying that, that the organization said that. I can show you the back of that card that doesn't say that nonsense, just so you know. No, I know what you're talking about, but I got the... You know, here we go. Trying to be a lawyer here. trash instructor. No, here we go. What I'm saying is this. I don't say stuff I don't have evidence to prove. I'm just saying certain people, right? And I won't say the name of the organization. That's why you get it. I'm not going to say that name. But they have said, officer, I had no other choice but to do what I had to do. If I didn't do what I had to do, I would not be around to talk about it today, which is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. You're talking too much already. You are already (laughs) talking too much. Okay. Right, you already talking too much. If you said if you got that much oxygen in your breath, you talking too goddamn much. Absolutely. Michael, here, come on, give give the statement what they supposed to say. Here we go. Oh, All right, here we go. You give them full details of everything that you did that day. No, I can't smoke in my house, so y'all gotta make y'all can't be tripping today, man. Oh, you good? <laughs> no, no, you good. Here we you go. Save all the bullets in a plastic bag. <laughs> Wow. Here we go. All right. When you when you placed when that 911 call is placed, the first thing you want to give them is your location. Obviously, say it low. I mean, say it, you know, twice and slow, whatever the case may be. Give them your name. It's nothing wrong with giving them your name. Okay. if they ask, how are you involved? You're either the victim or you're involved. Either way, I'm not saying anything else other than that. Okay. here we go. The situation. When you're talking about the situation, get out and why dad said fear of my life or fear for my life, then call a lawyer. No, 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 no. Hell no. Because that's the same thing. You can't use all the words the police say because you don't have police. All right. So here we go. Situation. You can't say fuck 12 and not understand what the police say. There's a reason why we learned the forcible felonies, treason, murder, predatory criminal sexual assault, aggravated criminal sexual assault, criminal sexual assault, robbery, burglary, residential burglary, aggravated arson, arson, aggravated kidnapping, kidnapping, aggravated battery. Those are your forcible felonies, right? And so it's either attempted or it occurred. So the situation, well, what's going on? Shots fired. Attempted robbery. Either shit attempted or it happened. I'm not getting into who robbed who. I'm using police language. They know it was an attempted robbery. Shots were fired. What? We didn't shoot super soakers. Don't, you know, the, the, I'm telling you, the, the, the job of the dispatcher is to ask plenty of questions. You are under the influence of stress, right? Marquise knows what I'm talking about. John knows what I'm talking about, and I know Jacob does too, or anybody else who served in the military. Seer, survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. Under the influence of that stress, when you are captive, there are things that you are saying automatically, and that's it. You need to practice this shit like it's your 
uh, like it's your everything. And I see some of your comments. We're going to go there. Mind your business that pays you. We go. We gonna get there, cause it's funny. Black folks say that, and we got hey, that. Hey, 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 don't get to the point of telling some name ranking serial number. Well, hey, I'm just saying. Here we go. All right. Situation. Title of the event that happened. Subject location. The subject is either on scene or he's gone. He's either standing or he's down on the ground. Just keep it simple. Subject fled on foot. Subject down on the ground. Right. What kind of help do you need? I need the police and two paramedics. And give a description of what you what you're wearing. I'm a male, black, red shirt, black pants, black shoes. Keep it simple. It's just that simple. And you get into the habit of repeating that stuff, and that's it. I gotta go ahead and throw this comment up here, and I yield it to the panel. Be courteous, polite, invoke your Fifth Amendment right not to incriminate yourself. First thing, besides identifying yourself, everything else far is is, is far too much talking. I don't know, Pave Gray, what context are we talking about? We're talking about the buildup before we get to the police coming on scene because you need to call 911. Now, some of y'all are talking about Pave Gray. You nailed it, my bro. If you ain't never been in a 911 situation, how the fuck do you know what somebody nailed? No. We are telling you as persons who are in the field and have been in situations, right? Because you want, here we go. I'm on the police radio. 645, 645, shots fired, shots fired. I'm at 645 East 79th Street, 645 East 79th Street. Send me a couple of units over this way and paramedics. That's what I'm putting out over the air. I'm not about to get on the air and say, 645, I was coming outside of the Dunkin' Donuts because you know I love the motherfucking donuts and I had to get my milk and, and shit. Ice coffee. Right? Get the ice coffee. Oh, did Man, I? Here we go with the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, yeah. Did I get Keisha's no. coffee? Hell yeah, I got that coffee. All right, so I was getting to my car, and, you know, Demetrius ass. We just locked him up yesterday for criminal trespass to land. He come around the corner and said, yeah, bitch, I'm out. What you going to do? I'm like, why I got to be a bitch? Why you want? That's too much shit on the radio. Right. Yep. Hey, you used the hand movement for the why you got to be a bitch. Right. Why I got to be a bitch? You see? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, uh, Aquaman. I'm just saying, we trying to build it up to get to the police. Panel, go. So, I mean, Aquaman, obviously, I get what you're saying, but again, there's context to it because there is some stuff, again, as we just talked about. There are things that you have to say. Okay? You can't just, you know what I mean, give your name and an address and just call the police and paramedics out. There are certain things you need to go over. You've got to let them know. Um, no matter what, again, and I, I've seen a comment earlier. Um, I, someone had said, I don't want them to think that I'm the perp. Guess okay, what? So make sure you you're the perp again, no matter what. Right. Upon think, arrival. You are think not of carrying how many... a gun. You, you're not, hold on. You are not carrying a gun to not go to jail. You're not, you're carrying a gun. So you're not in a pine box. That is it. Plain and simple. If you don't realize that, and if you think that you're not going to go to jail, you need to stick the gun in the gun cap because you ain't ready. In your heart, in your soul, in your mind, and physically, you are not motherfucking ready. Can I get an open box? Go, Jacob. Think of how many many 911 calls are going to be made if somebody has to use deadly force to defend themselves. It's not just you. It could be, you know... It could be a getaway driver. It could be the clerk. It could be an eyewitness. It could be somebody who has no idea what they really what they saw. They just heard shots fired. There's all this contradictory <clears throat> information coming in to nine one one 
and all they can do is relay what they know to the responding officers. That means when they get there, they really don't know who's who. All they know is somebody's shooting at somebody. That's really all they know. Now, think of the adrenaline rush that they're in. Think of what level of condition, situational awareness are they going to be in when they get there. They're going to be in red, right? With so many contradicting information on these phone calls, and everybody's trying to filter it out, and when you get on scene, I don't know who is who. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but my safety is the number one priority. You ready, so, Mike? You ready what? for a nine one a, a mock nine one one call? Yeah, go ahead. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Shots. <laughs> Are you trying to have me do that shit? I <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh, you know about it. what? You want me to do the nine one one call I just said, or you want me to do some other shit? No, no, no. Uh, 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 not the what the proper thing to say. Oh, so the thing. Uh, there, there you go. All the right. Proper thing to say. <laughs> go ahead. Matter of fact, I'm gonna help. 911, what's your emergency? I'm at 644 East 79th Street. 644 East 79th Street. Shots fired. Shots fired. Subject down. Subject down. Send the police and two paramedics. We had an attempted robbery over here. Attempted robbery over here. Subject's down on the ground. Send me a police and two paramedics. I'm a male black, red shirt, black pants, black shirt. He said black. Um, sir, do, are, 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 is everyone okay? <laughs> Mike Brown, Mike Brown, shots fired, shots fired. 644 East 79th Street. Send the police and paramedics attempted armed robbery, attempted armed robbery. Male um, black, um, red shirt, black pants, black shoes. Um, sir, um, are, are you the one being robbed? Shots fired, shots fired. Attempted robbery, attempted robbery, subject down, 644 East 79th Street, 644 East 79th Street, send the police and paramedics, male black, I'm a male black, red shirt, black pants, black shoes. What's wrong, Marquise? He gonna get shot because he say I'm, I'm black. Remember, remember, that's the narrative. I did that because, yeah, the narrative right now. And again, that's the because I wanted people to understand. All you did was repeat the same thing. Oh, 911 right. is trained to ask a million one questions. They got a whole list. I right. got a couple and of buddies that work that. over there on Madison. And I give you that. But remember, the narrative is cops don't help black people. So uh, say you're black, but at least try to have a take some of the bass out of your voice. <laughs> they might come quicker. Okay. okay. I'm a little well, light. I told you to okay. keep your hands off of me. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Now I'm I'm mixed. Right. But see, yeah. a lot of people yeah. a lot of people don't don't understand 911 is, is trained to ask all those questions. Yep. And they're going to try to bait you into answering all those questions. Oh, Kiss the acronym. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. That's it, that's all. Because a lot of people in these classes, they want to give every descriptive and everything else. Those 911 tapes will be called in support. Mm -hmm. And that was changed a couple of oh, some years ago because a young lady was trapped in the back of a car and she tried to call 911 and they could not find out where she was. So those things will happen. They know your location. They know who the phone is registered to. So if it's in your baby daddy name and you with your new dude, they know all of that. They know everything that they know. Repeat the same thing over. Keep it simple. Let them get to the scene. You want to tell them what to say when you get on scene, Mike? We gonna get to that, Angela. What okay. are your thoughts? 
I'm, I'm actually really glad that you're going through this because I feel like under duress, things are, are, are flooding into your brain. And, and a lot of people, especially someone like me, like, um, well, I grew up in the blue. So like I grew up in that. So at least I've been kind of trained or conditioned, but a lot of people get diarrhea of the mouth because they're so freaked out and you're just like, I didn't do anything bad, but here, but here it is. Like, here's what happened from A to Z. And they want to, they want to give the information as to not incriminate, incriminate themselves. And then I believe, at least in my opinion, I'm not a law enforcement officer, but, um, and in turn end up incriminating themselves because I also feel that sometimes things not of the law enforcement on the law uh, on their side, but particularly with within the system as in the prosecution um, and or the defense, depending upon what the scenario is, like to pick and choose and maybe cherry pick per se and perhaps twist them and then provide. But again, I'm not I'm not legal team and I'm not a law enforcement officer, but mm-hmm. that's always my opinion. Yeah. So I'm really glad yeah. that you're bringing that out there and you're like kind of driving that home because the diarrhea of the mouth is a thing. It's totally a thing. Now that's it's really hard to stay quiet when you're right. When yeah. you know you're right or you think you're right, it's really, really hard to stay <clears throat> quiet. And you're gonna have to practice that and practice that and rehearse it. What am I gonna say when I call nine one one? What am I going to say when the law enforcement gets there? Because I don't want to give them anything that could hurt my own case if, to incriminate myself. If you all are watching this by... Basic, go ahead, basics, Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we do in our level one class. You know what I mean? After I run them through like kind of like a ringer of drills where, you know what I mean? I've got their heart rate elevated. You know what I mean? I kind of got them messing up. So they're pissed off at themselves. You know what I mean? Because they're making mistakes. And you know what I mean? I kind of get on them a little bit while they're making mistakes. And then all of a sudden, 911, what's your emergency? Yep. And they're like, uh, 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 they fail every single time. And it's the whole artificially, them to fail. Okay? Artificially so induced stress. That is, a, that's that what is we, a drill that they need to fail. Yep. Artificially so that induced stress. get a better understanding of this is not even a full fledged incident. And you are already. You know what I mean? Got diarrhea of the mouth or had no idea what yep. to say. Yep. So now only imagine when you are fully in the shit, yep. what is going to come out of your mouth? Right. I shot him. I shot a guy. Yeah. And this goes for traffic stops also. A lot of people get yep. pulled over in a traffic stop and get the diarrhea of the mouth and end up telling on themselves even more. Yeah. Yeah. This is your That's everyday sweet. life. Listen first. Then respond. A, a smart man knows a lot. A wise man knows when to be quiet. Yeah. If you guys are watching this by phone, snapshot this screenshot right here. You need to keep it simple. Location, name. If they ask how you're involved, you're either the victim or the person involved. Uh, create, create synergetic transformations. Ask the question, would you use the term subject or suspect? I just say subject. Now, if you use suspect, it's not going to be wrong. Whatever. 
yeah, subject, suspect, doesn't matter, okay? But I just always have the habit of using subject, okay? Uh, situation, keep it simple. What happened? The motherfucker tried to come around the corner and he tried to put, because now you're getting descriptive. Think about the title. Title. You want to carry a pistol, you're going to have to deal with the police, okay? We're going to get into some more important information. I said I was going to keep it an hour. Fuck it, let's keep going. All right, here we go. Uh, you called that shit too, John. Talking about something we don't never last an hour. You're right. Shit. I tried, Marquise. We ain't got no curfew. All right, fuck it. all night. I'm so full. I've been up all day. I'm stuffed, full as a tick. Good shit. Bad. Good shit. Oh, I was the only person who was moving shit all day. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think I ate a whole pecan pie all by myself today. Good deal. Here we go. So, and then the subject location. The person's either here or gone. They're either standing or on the ground. Help needed. Police, two paramedics, description. Give yourself a description. You know, give them a description of yourself. Keep it simple. Male black. Red shirt, black pants, black shoes, you know, and that's why you need to have the type of holster where you can holster that gun when reasonably safe to do so you don't have to fucking tell them on the phone that you have a gun. Yeah. So that holster that they between her legs, you're not putting no hot pistol back between your legs. Boy, she's doing it all the time. Yes, she is. not. You do not want to be holding a gun when the cops get there. Trust me, that will not turn out good for you. I'm telling you. Get that fucking gun out of your hands one way or another when they get there. So you so you saying you don't throw it to the cops real quick? <laughs> <laughs> the table, right? No, don't do that shit. All right, here we go. When the pol- people get shot. That <laughs> is. Cause, cause guys, that, man. Oh, my God. Because now your hands are moving, right? Here we go. All right. When police arrive on scene, you don't know what side they may place you on. You may think you're the you're the victim, and you may in fact be. They don't know that. Nobody knows. They don't know that. Right. Get that gun out of your hands. Keep your hands up, and don't move until it takes you. Absolutely. Aside from the other evidence that was presented, the best evidence that the state had in the McMichaels case we just seen was their admissions and statements on the body camera and their statements on paper. We had him trapped like a rat. Yes, that was the best evidence that the state of Georgia had against the McMichaels, their own words. Wow, they said that? Yes. 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 Just not bright individuals. And here's this. Well, here we go. Let's talk about this bright. Go ahead. Here's the question. Are you saying that they're not um, bright individuals or that they speak from the heart? Well, I'm not. Um, well, I think they were bright individuals because they just said way too much. Like, that's that's not that's not smart. Yeah, man, I just got done doing that drive by, man. I'm telling you, man, he was outside. No. See, here we go. I'm, I'm going to say this real quick. There's a thing that I always tell people when they hear gossip. Never tell me what someone said about me. Tell me why they felt so comfortable telling you. They gave that man a love or them men a level of comfortability to let them run their mouth. But it's right there on the screen. You see, that's the problem. Hold on. Let me let me look at Jesse Jones comment. And then I'm going to address what you just said, Marquise. Jesse Jones. 
I know this man, very cool man. But here's this, Jesse. What you just said right there is the problem that good-intentioned law enforcement officers, when they are instructors, they unfortunately, if you've never been a suspect, if you've never been in internal affairs, if you've never been in hot water, if you've never been accused of shit, if you've never been falsely arrested, we as, I gonna say we because I have been falsely arrested, but if you've ever been in that, y'all give the worst advice as the caller a witness, you want to provide as much information as possible. Hell no, because now you snitching on yourself. No, nobody blabbers their mouth more than a person who feels they're a victim, who falls in love with the police, thinking that the police's job is to help you. They didn't save me, man. You see what I'm saying? Now, my thing is, can they help you? Sure. But they can also hurt you, too. And that was the problem with the McMichaels. They relied on the police buddy system. I'm former police. You're current police. We cool. I'm telling the guys what We're happened. The same game. Yeah, you could relate. Oh, crap. <laughs> Did you just say on oh, crib? You stupid. <laughs> here we go. And, and here we go. It's explained under the belief that they have nothing to hide. No. You're so much police, you forget to suspect. You got to be careful with that. You know, and it's no harm, no foul. You can only do what you know. But let's continue. Here we go. The pr- I just said that the problem with giving advice to, to civilians, you don't understand that the justice system treats people differently. What may play good down in Mayberry don't necessarily work well in Compton. Sue-woo, my new. You see what I'm saying? It, it just doesn't play that well. There are different to-dos because different reactions happen for different people. There are anomalies. And I don't, I don't look, I'm not so police to where I'm blind to what happens in the justice system. Not all people are bad. Not all police is good. And then even with a good cop who's encouraged to do things by politics, good cops will still fuck you over because it's their job versus your shit. They want a conviction. They want a suspect. They want a, 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 a perpetrator. They want a conviction. Aquaman ain't shit. He says Sue Wu blood. <laughs> All right. On phone now. So, so here we go. Here's what you do at the bottom. Ain't you supposed to be protecting something, Michael? Come on, man. Yeah. You do your job here, man. Yeah. When asked by any police officer, always know the camera is always on. Officer, I was the victim of a crime or involved in that incident. I need medical attention. I invoke my Fifth Amendment rights. I want my lawyer. That's it. That's it. That's all you're saying. And please, y'all, understand what he just said. I invoke my Fifth Amendment right. Now, I plead the fifth. Oh, my God. Mike, didn't you put a video out on this? I did, but I'm doing it again. Cause and I want medical attention. Yes, you want medical attention. Well, I don't feel nothing's wrong. Take the fucking medical attention and go to the hospital. Yeah, go ahead for the second. I guarantee that. 
when you hey, see how yeah. fast them um <laughs> when you see how fast them charges come, your head goes spin for real. For sure. Not even that. I mean, to, again, we've talked about this numerous times. Once you get that chemical cocktail dump, mm-hmm. and, and the shits, you know, what I mean, you're obviously in the shit of fight or flight. There's been documented cases, you know, what I mean, numerous times where people don't even know they've been shot or that they've right. been stabbed. You know what I mean? They thought it was just, you know what I mean, uh, uh, they, they were getting punched. And as they're they were stabbed, yep. do you? Um, yep. And so, again, you're not a doctor. You're Again, you're still affected by all of the, the, the endorphins, the dopamine, the serotonin that's dumped into your brain. It's empty. The adrenaline that where, again, you have no idea what's technically going on. You're still hyper-focused. You, you're, you're full in the, and you're full on tunnel vision. So now and when the police show up and you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm okay. An officer's going to look at you and he's going to look at you like, what the, what the hell's wrong with you? You are bleeding. Okay. You are gushing blood. How are you? How okay? is the top part of your shirt white, but the bottom part is red. And you again, so again, okay? you are not a doctor. So again, seek medical attention. Plus... <laughs> The majority of people don't realize that you have 48 hours to make a statement. Please, so, I, please re- repeat that one more time for those people that are listening. You have 48 hours to make a statement. That varies. That varies by state. Well, but we're—I mean—we are referencing Illinois here. For Plus, if you're an old fat guy, if you're an old fat guy like me, we are referencing Illinois. Aquaman. I have a heart attack. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? You have 48 hours to make a statement. Hey, could and you explain to them there, why that's important that, that you wait those 48 hours? The reason why that's important is because the shock that is set in, and obviously the tunnel vision is set in, you cannot give a coherent statement on scene. You, in no way, shape, or form can you give a coherent statement. You're going to remember things hours, days, even weeks later that you had, again, no recollection of because you were so hyper-focused on one object, that person. And that we've talked about that in the previous videos as well. You know what I mean? Why are there height measurements when when you go to walk out of a gas station or out of other buildings? Those are reference points. So that way when clerks and gas station attendants and shit like that get robbed and they're basically pissing themselves most of the time, they can at least have a visual reference to tell the police how tall the person was. Yep. You say something like, oh, he was 10 feet away and I shot him one time and he stopped. And really, <coughs> he was 25 feet away and you shot four times. Then all that can come back and haunt you. All that will come back and bite you in the ass. That's why you don't say shit like that. And if you watch the trial, if you watch the trial of Travis McMichael, when he took the stand, that's exactly what the prosecution impeached him on was his statement that he made. That's the impeaching instrument. Let me ask you all a question. How long after the shooting do you think he started to talk to the police? Immediately. Immediately. How long, how long after yep. did he give a written statement? Probably the same day. Two, two hours. hours. He said about, two yep, hours? He said about two hours. Two hours after. So, yeah. And then he admitted that it was all inaccurate. Then he tried to say, well, that's not accurate. I was in shock when I gave that statement. <laughs> and in fact, he could have been in shock. 
But once a liar, always a liar. You yep. gave the state your impeaching yep. instrument yep. for them to yep. check you on. And then you yep. were stupid enough because you had bad counsel to take the stand. In no way, shape, form, or fashion, if I was a lawyer and I was his counsel, would I say take the stand? Because they're going to impeach you on your statement. What you told yep. me is different from what yep. you said here. You're going to be made to yep. look like a liar. You're best to just yep. let me fight for you. Let me craft your arguments and you stay yep. exactly where you are. And there goes your credibility. If we can't trust you on this, we can't trust you on anything else. That's what they're going to say. Absolutely. You lied, yep. you lied about this, then you lied about everything else. Because I got the same thing. It's the same thing they tried with Kyle Rittenhouse. They tried. When obviously they talked about him being a police cadet. Well, you're not a certified police officer. You trained as an EMT, but you're not a certified EMT. Right. Yep. Okay, they tried to use that stuff against him. Yeah. Right? And, and basically knock his integrity on the stand. You can be. You can be your own worst enemy so many times. You, you are your own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. And also, just taking into consideration, there are some people on this panel who have got, who have taught people how to get criminals to sign their own and write their own confession. What? So Put your head down. You Stop so, you talk, so you're talking to the best people who have literally trained people to be able to talk to a person. Like, I'll give you a most basic example. A person who stole something from a family. Hey, man, listen. It ain't so much because you stole it. It's the fact that you pawned it after you stole it. But you know what? Let me talk to the family. You write, write down an apology, make an apology letter on what you did. And how you felt about what you did. Go ahead. You can go a pen, you go a paper, man. Listen, write this out. Tell them how you're apologetic for taking the item and pawning it because you didn't know how that item affected that person and their family. And and you know what? If they talk to the they might be able to talk to the judge for you too and get some time off if you put it in your handwriting and sign it. Because, you know, we also talked, okay, look, I understand times are really hard and, you know, you want something to eat? You want something to drink? I know. Look, I, I totally understand that your childhood could have been, <laughs> that's a good ass background music. Your childhood. Right. Your childhood could have really been hard. I know that when I was growing up, I was living in a car and there were times where I didn't get food, you know, and I really wanted to steal. And, you know, just to let you know, we already talked to them. You know, I kind of took the liberty of doing that because I read your background. I saw that, you know, you, you, you know, you're coming from a place of struggle. Your mom's doing the best that she can, but she don't always pay you no attention, do she? I know, I know. And if I was that, I would have probably did it too. Yeah, if I was you, fuck that. Y'all did that shit, boy. Fuck them motherfuckers. They don't know what the fuck you talking about, boy. Fuck that shit on phone them. So look, I already talked to them. They willing to accept you with open arms. They just want you That's to come. Cool. They just want you to come clean. I like your interpretation, Marquise. 
It's you say you want me to go clean. I believe everything you say right sa- now. It's, <laughs> look, it says the wage right, right now. Right. It says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, <laughs> the gift of life is through eternal look. Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just hey, just there. just pray with hey, me. Hey, 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 right there. The door's open. Just pray with me. If you, if you look, if you don't have a a church home, <laughs> you have one for you. Okay, listen. The door is open. You want to be a, a a candidate for baptism? Come on down. And and the, that looks good after, after after all. And apparently, John. Apparently, John is about to have communion right now. <laughs> Talking about this is this is this is my body and blood, which is broken for you. <laughs> in remembrance of me. Oh my God, Father God, and, and I hate to say it, it's that easy. It's, I hate think about it this way, and fellas, you and fellas, y'all might have had this happen. Think about the dude. Who goes to the club and bad mouths another dude so he can get the draws? And we never met. <laughs> you don't know nothing about me. Right. And guess what? That female's gonna listen to every word that dude's saying because she like, oh, he like that for real? Can you buy me another drink? Right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah tell baby. me all about yeah. him, too. Yeah, what? baby. And Jermaine. <laughs> Jermaine. Yeah, she for real? Jermaine had to say. Angela, you got a fan. Aquaman is digging you. I would say Aquaman's in love with Angela. <laughs> that's my friend. That's my friend Safita. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense. All right, cool. <laughs> I love it. I, I can tell. Hey, I can tell he from Cali because he straight up did the on Pyru officer. I was just bicking back, being bull, hey. eating some bicking hey. during. <laughs> now he's, he's actually he's from New Zealand. He's uh. He's from New Zealand. Same, same yeah. difference. Why is he representing Crip then? Hey, look, it happened. Same, All right. New Zealand, Peru. It happened. In, in, in New Zealand, they have Crips and Bloods. For real? Oh, yeah, for that sure. It makes sense. They even got to make. Well, you got to. Hey, you got to travel. It do make sense. I'm telling you. They in Germany, too. I lived there for a little bit back in 2009, and then I moved. I, I was there in back in 2018. But yeah, they have Crips and Bloods, and they have the Mongrel Mob and Black Power, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. What in the world is Black Power? On Panther and them. The show. Hey. So Welcome Aquaman the show. can give you uh, a full rundown on that. But, uh, bet, bet, Aqua, we, we need you. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. I'm, bro- I'm not. I just don't go to New Zealand. That's it. <laughs> hey, you know what? J- Jermaine Stanley said an uh, interesting point. Yes, we got to say this. 911 cars are recorded as soon as it starts ringing. Yep. So remember that. Because it's not when they say 911 was your emergency and then you get your story straight. You can't be like, shut up, bitch. We got to hide the body. Look. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, mattress, hey woman. Hey, 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 the no, not the pillow. The mattress. I, I no, Pyro is blood, not Crips. Yeah. You, you, ain't bring the, you ain't bring the bleach? Pick up those bullets. I only shot one bullet. Shut up, fool. Come on, damn it. No, the other gun. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I did not know that. We didn't know what? Serial numbers. Wipe that one down. I didn't. I didn't know to even think that they started recording as soon as it's ringing. Like yes. I didn't. I, yes, because you hear the ring. You hear the ring on it. Yeah, it's crazy fact, out there. On yeah. 
some of the best, some of the, and again, don't take it the wrong way. Some of the best calls and information is on that COPA website. Yes. If you listen, if you go to a file, like for example, the um, officer involved shooting that happened with the man in the um, apartment recently when he had the knife in his hand. Yeah. The 911 call and everything. Oh my God, from the ring to the tutor to the pooter, it was all there. Matter of fact, and I might go to I might get in trouble for this one. The 911 call for Jacob Blake. Listen to that call. And the 911 dispatch. But they didn't release that until after they said we're not gonna do an investigation. Yeah. Which is why you had well, let's not go all the way there then because you might get banned because, you know, you know, people get banned when they talk about certain things now. I'm already on my last leg with I don't Facebook. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they've been calming down lately. Hey, no, that's not right. no, hey you know what? That's fine because we can go there because there's at least one, two, three, four, five, six other people on this panel that can host fucking shows if they want to shut Mike down. Facts. Not me. I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a fucking clue how to do all that. We're going to send you a, a, a Dixie cup with a string. We're going to wear that motherfucker to Chicago. I'm out. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. I ain't got no service. That are capable of hosting shows. You know what? This ain't, this ain't, this ain't a full G cup right here. <laughs> talking about low, low power mode. What is low hey, power mode? Hey, they can mode? suppress one of us. They can't suppress all of us. Well, that shit, true. you're doing a great job, brother. Hey, we- I got something I want to add sure. before we end the, the show tonight. I got a voicemail from a lady two weeks ago, maybe, maybe three okay. weeks ago. What's her name, Barbara? She was watching our show. She was watching the show back when we were talking about the assault and the stabbing and the death that happened hey, in the driveway. I told you guys about that. Uh, in the driveway, the driveway of the parking lot, and a lady called me to explain a little bit more to give some more information because she lived there. She said she's a grandma, and she had some more information on that subject that I didn't know at the time. So I just wanted, if she's watching tonight, I want to give a shout out to her. Say thank you for that. I did get your message, and uh, I appreciate it. John got a nice, call. Nice, nice. Jacob got a call. They said, we're not calling Mike. I don't know why. I didn't get a call. <laughs> is your number, is your my number I didn't get a call. But here's this. King on phone they, did get, <laughs> they did get charged with, uh, with because uh, additional information came out, which is why I don't understand why Mayor Lightfoot just doesn't keep her, keep to herself and, and mind the business of governing Chicago and let Kim Fox's office or her assistant state's attorneys, first deputies, whatever, do their job because not everything oh, is pros- prosecutable. See, there's a difference between federal prosecutions and state prosecutions. State prosecutions are kind of rushed. As soon as they get the first thing that smells like, we got it, bam, we're indicting shit. Federal prosecutions... No. They don't get you until they want you. And then when they want you, they got you and everybody else. Like, they're more patient. And so Lori doesn't understand that because she didn't work in that office. She only understands the federal shit. Hey, Reed But you know what? But I will... Oh, go ahead, Joe. Huh? Reed Aqua's boast. And guys, tell me Angela isn't the most lovable woman, but... Hold on. 
Keep going. Sing oh. it, Mike. Sing it. Oh, baby, you. You got what I. Y'all something, y'all something else. But you know what? Keep and, going. And I will say this now that's, because. That's your friend. Again, Shout out to America's Got Talent. That's it. He's trolling the shit out of me. That's all. He's trolling the shit out of me. He's doing a good job, Welcome too. Welcome to the show, Angel. Welcome to the show. I understand that John and Jacob got a call, but there is something I want to say about that. Sure. When we had that discussion, we were specifically saying you can't talk about a whole story based on a snippet of video. Right. And that's what the point of that night was. You know, I'm glad she called to give y'all more details. But again, the show was talking about how you can't make a whole case based off a snippet of video. And that's what we, and again, we had multiple opinions on what happened that night too. And you can't drive to the scene where you got yourself fucked up when you could have drove someplace else. Like from what it looks like, it looks like mutual. Now see, I'm interested to see how that trial comes out because you literally drove to the place and then when you get there, Buddy's got a knife, and now you want to claim, oh, it wasn't, it looks mutual. You drove to the, that again, decision making. Don't drive to a place if you ain't ready for the, don't drive to the two alarm fire if you ain't ready for the fucking heat. Just. Yeah. That was the mutual combatants. Yes, night. absolutely. That, that night. Yeah. yeah. Because the minute you saw a dude yeah. ready with a oh, knife. I missed that. The... Yeah. I missed that day. Absolutely. All right, let's continue. Um, here we go. Why are we telling you all to watch what you are saying? Ohio versus Rainer, 531 US 17. If I keep saying 532, it's 531 US 17, 2001. Actually, it might be 532. Here we go. The United States Supreme Court has said it, okay, in their decision. It is uh, in their decision. Um, the, the purpose of the Fifth Amendment, one of its basic functions is to protect innocent men. And they said this in another Supreme Court case of Grunwald versus United States. OK, um, to protect innocent men and women who otherwise might be ensnared by ambiguous circumstances in Grunwald. They recognize that truthful responses of an innocent witness, as well as those of a wrongdoer, may provide the government with incriminating evidence straight from your own mouth. Like what you say out of your mouth and what you answer could reasonably furnish a link in the chain of evidence against you. That's why it's best that you say the things that we told you. Look, officer, I was a victim of a crime or even officer, I was involved in this situation. You're not specifying what your role was here, right? It's either I'm a victim or I was involved. Here we go. I need medical attention. I invoke my Fifth Amendment rights. I want my lawyer. That's it. And you don't have to say it in a nasty way. You just have to go on ahead and just say it. Go ahead, Marquise. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're supposed to say it. You got to move your head and oh, fingers when you say, I want a lawyer. Right. And I got the Fifth Amendment. Yes, yeah, 532. <laughs> I messed it up. Yeah. 532. Oh, why are you why are you saying it so why are you saying it so low, Marquise? You're supposed to yell it. Yeah. I invoke my fifth amendment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Marquise is on a roll tonight, boy. Yeah. 
I invoke it tonight, boo boo. Five thirty two US seventeen. <laughs> right. I know I say it right, but I wrote I typed it wrong when I typed it just a couple of hours ago. Neither here nor there. We are telling you this information because this is life saving information. You know. Um all right, so we'll end it with final thoughts about what you thought about the case if you followed it. Uh hold and, on. Hold that thought. Oh, Katie, go. Yeah. I got a question for everybody on the panel and those that are watching us. Si, senor. We're going to, let's, let's hypothetically speak, I like to play devil's advocate with Mike. And my question to him was, if we take the two cases that are the most popular right now, and we take Rosenbaum and put him in the South in the shooting with, um, instead of Aubrey, and we take Aubrey and put him in the North with Cal Rittenhouse, Rosenbaum, this being in the South, was in, was 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 just running through the neighborhood, and Aubrey was in the uh, uh, in the North, and he was doing a riot. Would that change the dynamics of these cases? Yep, so, yep, extremely. 100%. Because it would have been done off of motion, not um, evidence. And in the Rosenbaum case, it probably wouldn't even been brought up. Honestly, that probably got pushed under a rug somewhere. You mean Rittenhouse? No, I'm saying so. He said if Rosenbaum was uh, was in Aubrey's shoes, Rosenbaum is the first guy that got killed in the in the Rittenhouse case. No, yeah, that's who it is. But he said he said specifically if they were if those two Jacob. were. I'm clarifying okay. for Jacob. Okay, I don't know. Um, yeah, if they were to switch roles, 100, percent we wouldn't even have heard about this Rosenbaum case. It, it wouldn't have been, you know, it wouldn't have been a, a big deal. It, it's not oh, the Rosenbaum now, case. It's the written no. I'm saying if it was him. So I'm speaking in, you know, I'm I'm, I'm being I'm helping a facetious, you know, ideology go. Well, you're saying. Well, Megan, you're saying it's too different to try to reverse. It's not. The only thing we are doing is changing the actors. Not the actions. Exactly. She said it's too different to try to reverse. Yeah. Well, let, see, let, let, let's, let's follow. Let's follow this. Here rule. we go. Hang is tight. Megan? Megan is not. Megan is not getting what I'm saying. Right. You're saying, but Kyle shot three white guys. You're missing what I'm saying. We're just exchanging one of them. We're we're making a what about is. You see what I'm saying? This is a hypothetical. A Here we is. go. The first person that Kyle shot was Rosenbaum. Right. Let's drop Rosenbaum and make it the first person Kyle shot was Aubrey. And then let's make it where Gregory and Travis McMichael were chasing after Rosenbaum. Right. What do you think the verdict would have been? Completely flopped. Because I think the verdict. I don't know, man. I think. Hypothetically, I'll, I'll speak for Devil's Advocate. If you look at both trials, both trials were pretty much proven self-defense because someone lunged for the other person's firearm. Yeah. firearm. In one case in the North, we don't have clear-cut video evidence showing that he lunged for his firearm. Being Rosenbaum. It could be, or being Rosenbaum, it could be argumentative that when he got shot in the hip, as he was falling, his hands went out, and that's how he got shot in the hand. And that's how he was that close to his, his, the barrel of his firearm. But in the South, we have a case where it's clear evident on video where the guy put his hands on the shotgun and was wrestling with the shotgun. One case, without clear-cut evidence, found the shooter 
not guilty. Megan the Gibson. second case, with uh, uh, video evidence, found the shooter guilty. So, with that role reverse, how would that have played out? Or have you ever thought about how it would have played out? Because for me, I called Mike and I gave him, I, I called Mike and I told him to fire it up. I said, because the judicial, the judicial system is screwed. It's, it's, it's completely fucked. And the reason why I say it's completely fucked is because, to me, it seems like a lot of these decisions are made based on the location and what may happen if we don't do it this way. It's not based on strictly facts, evidence, and what we actually can prove. It's based and on the mob. If you look at if you look at a lot of uh, a lot of videos, I, I forget what movie it was, <clears throat> and someone said it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Uh, law-abiding citizen. There you go. But a lot of this stuff right now is not what you can prove. Is what may happen if we don't prove that, or what may happen if we don't do that? Well, no, it's called the court of social. It's called the court of public opinion. Okay, that that's what it is. It's the court of public opinion. Everyone is My afraid rule. of what the public is going to do mm-hmm. if they don't like the decision that comes forward. So now we're going to give a judicial decision based on of reprisal. Right. Like, for example, when you actually look at what happened at the Rittenhouse trial, look at when the governor decided to put out the vehicles from the National Guard. National Guard. He put the vehicles out. He put the vehicles out right before they was about to get the case and be deliberated. So it was a physical show of what you're deciding is going to happen to Kenosha. And I'm well, I guess what he didn't know is that they were sequestered. They were driven around in a bus that had tinted windows, so you never knew who was the who was the um, mm-hmm. who was the jury. They weren't sequestered though. They were they still went home. They went they, home. Yeah. They weren't. They went home, but they were told not to discuss the case. Blah blah blah. So we're not going to say sequestered. We're going to say they were kept anonymous. Yes. Is that better? As they should. Yes. Yes. They were kept anonymous. Yes. So, in my opinion, I personally don't want to go down this road. It's a rabbit hole. Let's get it. And, and the reason why I said I don't want to go down this road is that you're talking about North versus South, not Black versus White. And that's, in, and in my opinion, that's the difference. North that is the difference. South. I hate to say it, and I hate someone trying to argue me down on my Facebook page about it. I'm going to tell you like this. There are certain parts of the South that I enjoy because at least the white people down there who don't like you aren't secretive about not liking you. Where up in the North, you can have a person with a full swastika on a chest that's your real person. So, in my opinion, I don't want to, I'm not going to go down that road because that case wouldn't it be black versus white, it'd be north versus south. And I you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick, I'm gonna chime in, I'm gonna respond to Create's comments about judicial system needs to be fixed. It's not the systems that need to be fixed. It's the corrupt and obviously jacked up individuals we keep putting in those offices. Yes. Man, you hit the it on the system eight. isn't the problem. It's the tainted individuals that we continue to put in office that are busting the system up in order to accomplish their own agenda that's the problem 
I mean, let me let me ask you guys this: systems for you know what I mean, many a year, and Wait, me, it's the individuals. It's not the system. It's the people. Let me guys ask you. Let me ask you guys this: Do you feel that if the jury box is enclosed with only TV screens to show what's being presented on the TV screen? Whereas the lawyers and the defendant cannot see the jurors, and the jurors cannot, or they only can see the what is presented as far as evidence. Do you feel that that changes the outcome of a lot of these verdicts? Anonymous, um, no, totally no. anonymous, invisible no, jurors. Because at the end of That's the a day, a lot of the times <clears throat> it sounds crazy, but again, because of the individuals that we have put into these places of power and their own agendas. There's numerous witness lists that have been leaked to, obviously, individuals that mean to do them harm. Obviously, the jury names, you know what I mean? Both lawyers are pervy to both, obviously, all the jury names, the um, the jurors' names. So I I don't think that that's going to make a difference either way because, again, in in majority of states, and Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, you know what I mean? Um, Again, uh, both lawyers know the names of the jurors that are on the case along with obviously their information, their interests, their likes, dislikes, you know what I mean? That's how they, cause that's how they get selected. Voir dire. And see, that's what I'm saying. If they take away their names and give only descriptions about who they are and give them a number and the jury, the both parties have to pick from that number, you know, nothing about this person. The only thing you know is they number one, two, three, four, five, up to 18 or whatever number they want to go up to, and they go through. Number one, life walks in a park, long walks on the beach, got uh, 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 like like dogs and cats. Number yeah. three, likes this, that, and the other. What I'm trying to do is, no. what I'm trying to do is try to find a way to take out no. the shenanigans. No, it's not going to work. No, That's you need the human factor. I'm sorry. You're taking away the option for trial against a jury of your peers. Which is the right, Sixth Amendment. Because right. you have no way of evaluating them. Right. So, obviously, you know what I mean? If you have a case of racism where, you know I mean, a white person kills a black person, you don't want a white supremacist on the juror stand. Exactly. But how that would affect the whole jury selection. Oh, trust me. I mean, going past, obviously, the questions and everything else people ask, You'd be surprised the investigations that go into jurors, especially on the big cases. Because ain't nobody want that backlash. Because I think that a lot of these, I think both of these cases, uh, especially in in, in Wisconsin, I think those people of of Wisconsin were scared of the the backlash that that could have came out of, we live here, we from here, Kenosha's not that big. I mean, look at how much intimidation was there. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about with the hypothetical or are we that's, talking about reality? Friend, reality? Reality. Look at look at how In much reality, actual intimidation. Who wasn't was scared there. of what was going to happen to uh, Wisconsin? Who was wasn't scared at all? No, they were. The the jury. They're one hundred percent were because they were. They would have found him guilty. No, that the, was the first thing we got out on yes. the um, on the actual jury yeah. during the trial. That's why. That's why on like second day they came out and they were like, "There's two jurors who said." Out of their mouths that they were worried about giving a verdict because of their family specifically. Yeah. No, no, no. But say exactly what you just said. Giving a giving an actual verdict. They didn't verdict. say what's not guilty, not innocent, a verdict. Because if you gotta think about say, it. Well, yeah, they're, if they would have said on both sides. If they would have said we were scared to give a not guilty verdict, 
because of destruction, or we was afraid to give a guilty verdict because of destruction. I feel you 100%. But they were scared of doing a verdict at all. Yes, because That's because you got a point. lot of people that you got a lot of people that felt like he was guilty, probably in their family, and a lot of people that felt like he was not guilty in their family or around the area they live in. So either way it go, I'm caught in the middle. Whereas if I give a guilty verdict, I'm afraid of these people. If I give a not guilty verdict, I'm afraid of these people. So it's 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 it's, it's quite natural to be scared on a case of that magnitude because of the fact that we're talking about. You're not going to please everyone. As you can see, the verdict went over. California, uh, Chicago, a couple of other places you had some fucktards out there riding. They just and, wanted to do and, bad shit. And, 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 and I called Mike and I told Mike, the problem that we are facing right now is these fucktards are riding for the wrong reason. They ride because he got found not guilty. That's not what you're supposed to be riding about. That's... Riot because of the fucktards that y'all keep putting in office. Riot because of the, the laws that they have out there, like the law that Mike read uh, uh, from Illinois to me about uh, citizen arrest and, and that you have the the, the, the the power of the police when making a citizen's arrest. Riot about those things because those things equipped with the outcome of these verdicts are going to be the mere things that now, I'm going to guarantee you guys this, I bet everybody a shot of moonshine on this panel. The next riot that we have, the dynamics are going to change. Maybe. I think I, I, ain't think, taking that I think you actually trust the system a lot more than what we what, what we kind of understand, right? So when it comes down to like these groups now, they're, they're not rioting because the, the law is wrong. They're, they're rioting because of, you know, for the most part, it's A, um, fitting in, and B, it's looking for a reason to go out and do something, right? So me coming from a person of most of the people who are rioting's age and being around them and listening to what they're saying, these people are purposeless, right? They're not looking They're not looking to go out and actually change the system for the most part. They're looking to, to solely do what the next person is doing. They, they, that's, that's the main reason why... No, they're following them, like... Pick, yeah, they're, exactly. They're picking off what they heard the last person say. They don't care about the actual trial. These people aren't even watching the trial. The first thing they exactly. hear is, well, That's my what buddy said, so-and-so, so-and-so, so I believe. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Jacob. This, people this, would, this is no longer judgment, about facts. If people would wait and not condemn and not judge until after the facts are in, if people in the media, if politicians, and everybody, if everybody in the country would wait until the facts are in, let the jury do their job, let the verdicts come in, maybe then... We wouldn't be worried about. Oh, am I gonna, am I gonna say guilty or not guilty because I'm worried about rioting? That how, wouldn't even be a thing. How was the news it's supposed just, to you know, get views? I, it, it's no. gonna go past that, Jacob. Though how was the news supposed the to get views? Day, at the end of the day, we have a generation, and it's it's, it's 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 even in our generation. Okay, like the panel's generation of people that are entitled and think that the world is owed to them. And essentially, when we don't get our way, we throw we throw a temper tantrum. And now we're going to go out and start breaking shit. So because the law, we don't like the court case. And, and, and yes, we sat back and listened and we let the judicial system do what they do. And Kyle Rittenhouse came out innocent. Okay. I don't like that decision. Our, our judicial system is broken. Mm. I don't think so. We, we have the best judicial system in the history of the fucking world. And it's not of perfect. Course. That's so I'm not saying it's perfect. Listen. Let me talk. It's not perfect. 
but it's better than anything else anybody has ever come up with before. Okay. Of course. So sometimes there's going to be some cases that maybe come out wrong. Maybe. But 99% of the cases are going to come out right. Why? Because we have a jury that listens to the facts and then they make a decision based on those facts. I'm not a lawyer. I didn't see all the information. I didn't see all the evidence. I didn't have all the case ahead of me, but that jury did. I have to trust what the jury Nah, I and the thing, and that's and that's where that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Otherwise, trying to explain to you, faith. right? That's what I'm trying to explain. We to lose you, right? faith so in the country, you don't... We lose faith in the system, and then where do we go from there? We can't you have don't... people being found guilty in the court of public opinion. Well, we that's that. what's that's what's happening wait. now. So that's what's exactly happening now. This is the main reason why we've even seen the Kyle Rittenhouse case go to court. Because the court of public opinion had already deemed this. So not only did the media do it, but everybody else exactly. on social media did it. Every exactly. other major. These are the people who run our culture now. Culture is down. And politics they, is downstream from um, from, from, um, from culture, right? So the if main. They mature way, enough, it, it, if they would be mature enough. If they would be mature enough. Well, we don't know. I don't know. Let's wait and see what anymore. the facts are. And let's see what the jury has to say. I don't. That doesn't happen anymore. That's not the way it goes anymore. Thanks to the, the new current entitled. Um, generation, the no, people who I could. grew up with, the people in my generation don't believe in that. They believe that if they stated that it should go this way, then it should go that way, no matter what the facts is. We even got well, we, we even got people coming out saying, like you know, inside these journals, inside of these um, inside of these mainstream corporations, that hey, we don't need to be doing objective um, objective journalism anymore. Everything should be subjective. They're they're pitching off of emotion. And they're pushing well, it on young people who are purposeless, and they're continuing to guys. follow exactly what they want them to do. Here we go. Let me. Then it's up to guys like us. It's up to all of us to teach that younger generation. You can't make decisions like this based on emotions. You have to make decisions based on the okay. facts. Let me can't let, teach the people like me. Sorry. Let me let me interject. Go learn. Let Go me learn eventually, one way or another. Well, but that's but that's Jacob. No, now that's see. Let me interject, and then Angela, the floor is yours because I know you were trying to say something. Um, Sorry, Angela. I, I I don't think the the opinion of we have to trust a jury is a valid one because you know I will sit I will sit here and say that what the fuck is a fact to the jury? If you sit here and listen to the judge's jury instructions, snore. What is all that? The judge has studied bachelor's degree, law degree, years of jurisprudence. They're used to that. Trial lawyers are used to that. Persons in the process are used to that. Jurors are forced to be a part of this process. This is not a I volunteered. This is a I was told to come here under penalties I'm made to sit through this process under penalties. If I'm sequestered, I don't have a choice under penalties. I really don't want to be here, but I don't have any other choice because if I violate it, I could get in trouble. And then you have to. Un here we go. If we're talking about a true jury of one's peers, Gregory and Travis McMichael were former law enforcement officers. Yet not one person was on the jury with any law enforcement experience. If the person was a firefighter, would there be a person on there with firefighting experience? I'm not saying the, the, the pool must be flooded 
Hold on, I see you're shaking your head. That's the cop in, that's the cop in you, right? But what I'm saying is this. How do you bring about a, a person in the jury pool that can teach the jury what they don't know if we are the collection of our education, experiences, and habits? Granted, it is for the uh, uh, defense attorney to teach, but if the defense attorney doesn't know how to communicate that point, then what is the jury left to decide? What is present before them? I will land with this and we send it to Angela and back to Jacob and anyone else, right? Johnny Cochran said it best. Evidence does not win the day. Jurors like stories. The best side, the, 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 our job is to tell the story better than the other side tells theirs. And even Christopher Darden, who was the partner of Marsha Clark, even had to tell Marsha, you know, juries like stories. It helps them make sense of things. Angela, go. Um, I don't know if anybody in the panel um, knows, but I just want to, I would like to know in what manner are the jurors selected? Is it up to the defense and the prosecution together to pick? Yes. Kids are bombarded with so much information these days. It can be hard for them to discern the messages that are important and valuable. The What I Tell Myself book series from author Michael A. Brown is an award-winning series that has been featured on CBS, Fox, and NBC for their powerful and positive messages for kids. Based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Michael A. Brown's book, What I Tell Myself First, Children's Real-World Affirmations of Self-Esteem, is a book of real-world affirmations that highlight the various abilities and attributes of the reader while exposing readers to realistic possibilities of rejection of difference in various forms. The author also writes books about self-protection, talent, and patience, and more. These are colorful and inspiring books that you and your children will love. They're full of easy-to-understand positive messages that are heartwarming and impactful. You can learn more about the wonderful books from author Michael A. Brown online at whatitellmyselffirst.com. That's whatitellmyselffirst.com. Your lifestyle, are you married? Do you have children? Are you divorced? You mean how many times have you been divorced? Um yeah. are you own a gun sexual or it mostly it mostly depends on your defense. I mean on how good they really, are. They will ask so many questions where they anal probe you to the point where you are giving your exact entire life story from mm -hmm. start to finish. And then and they will evaluate you from there if whether the prosecution or the defense wants you on that jury. Yep. They'll even they'll even have people going um into your social media accounts as well to see what you're supporting. Oh your yeah, social that's media when I talk about well. the anal probe. When I, yeah. when I reference that anal probe, they're fully yeah. giving you a colonoscopy. You know what I mean? Joint. Every aspect of your life. And then they're allowed to have preemptory challenges to challenge yes. you for cause. Now, the one thing they cannot do is have a Batson violation where they are excluding jurors on the basis of race. Mm -hmm. That's what they cannot do. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you got to... And, and I would tell you this. I served jury duty, but then as soon as they found out I was a police officer, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. So police... So if this is a case, right? Matter of fact, I was applying for a job 
with a, a, an investigative agency who investigates police officers and wrongdoing and stuff. I actually have the ability to be able to see from both sides. As soon as they found out I was a police, gone. The, I was actually, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, John. I was actually excluded at one point because I'm a veteran and by Homeland Standards, I'm considered a domestic terrorist. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and other than that, I can't make this shit up. I, I am a thousand percent freaking serious. See, if you if you look at when you, if you look at the way the law is, is stated, I got You will be judged by a jury of your peer, of your peers. Right. To me, my peers. If you look up the definition of peers, my peers are people that have a like-minded set or a lifestyle like me. What I've done. I don't want no one on my jury that is a white collar accountant. I'm not a white collar accountant. I don't want no one that is a, a, a scientist that that's, that's never seen a, a blackhead except on, on a microscope. I want people that's like me that has done the things that I've done, that has been the places I've been in the same area. Be it white, black, purple, yellow, green, whatever color you are, I don't care. It's just the fact of when you have people that are like-minded and talking about the Arby case, I think they probably would have got a different a different shakeup due to the fact that Mike brought up argument earlier today. Once you are the police, that right there is in your brain all the time. Yeah, I ain't brought that up and yet. You, it's coming. You, you, you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I had a taste for some barbecue ribs. I don't know why. I'm fat. I, okay, <laughs> that's what it is. I went to 75th Street and I was standing in line and immediately... My eyes are scanning the whole neighborhood, the whole everything. You got to stand outside before you go into the restaurant. Well, the gentleman in front of me had on a red hood he pulled up over his head. He had a big tattoo across his cheek. And as I scanned up and down his body, I noticed that he had on a house arrest bracelet. I scanned some more. I see the backside of the inside the waistband uh, holster clip on his belt. To me, immediately, hair stood up on the back of my head. I'm at the ready. Now, I carry appendix, but I, it's cold outside. I got a jacket on. I took it from my appendix and put it inside of my jacket pocket. I'm going to ruin a good jacket. Whatever. To me, if I was not in law enforcement, I wouldn't have scanned them like that. How do I know? I say to me, but the other people that was around us, when he started looking at me, I was on the phone. And I'm like, hey, man. I said, where y'all at? Y'all on duty tonight? I wasn't talking to nobody. Y'all on duty tonight? Yeah, I'm up on 75th Street. Why don't you ride down on me? After I got through with that conversation, he took off. He just started walking. Disappeared. Didn't come back. So when I asked the people that was in line in front of him and right next to him, they had no clue as to what I was talking about. Yep, that's, the, that's the law enforcement part of me. Because, yeah. A, I could have tried to play citizen's arrest and drew down on him. For what? For what? Right. I'm about to put everybody else outside in harm's way. Evidently, he gives zero fucks. He got on a, 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 a home a home monitor bracelet and he got a pistol. Let's just start right there. He don't right. care. Yeah. I'm shocked he had a holster. Yeah. I am too. So that means to me <laughs> that he, they stepping their game up. So we need right. to be, they, because I used to be the one, if they pants hanging off their ass, they don't have a pistol. Well, his pants was hanging off his ass. He had some plaid boxers, but he had a pistol. So yeah, it's one of those things that as time evolves, we our mindset has to evolve and we have to start looking at things a little bit different.
for everyone that got concealed carry. Yeah, I could have played top cop. I used to be out there on the streets. I know how to do a felony stop. Whatever. But for what? For what? My psychological and my training when I was in the prisons kicked in. I'm going to say something like I'm on a headset talking to someone. Oh, y'all don't do it in a day? Oh, man, I'm up here on 75th Street. Right then and there, he figured, like, I don't need this food. I don't want this kind of smoke. Because they come up here to talk to him, I may get caught. Right. Good job. Everyone's safe. No harm, no foul. Am I mad that he got away? Not at all. Right. It's not my problem. I got my ribs. Everybody was safe. We went You're probably right. You probably saved somebody from getting hurt. Good job. Good job, Katie. Just saying, it, it's one of those things that as we as as we move uh, through this lifestyle, as we go through from instructors and, and going back to tying it back to what we're talking about. Once you are a cop, it's always in your brain. That's just like if you was a, a hairdresser, you're gonna look at other people's hair like, oh man, her hair messed up. I could have did a better job than that. <laughs> so that's something that the defense never brought up in that case with the McMichaels. That's where I'm ready to go. As far as saying that, yeah, hey. These guys were trained by the government. Yeah. They used the word citizens, citizen arrest, citizen, 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 citizen. And it gave the, the inclination, it painted a picture that they were everyday mom and pop people that just lived in a neighborhood that mm-hmm. had a gun and they went out there to do something. Go ahead, Mike. But typically, I mean, aren't, I mean, a citizen other, I mean, is anything other than military, yeah. No. Well, let, let me, if y'all will allow me, and I'm obviously I'm asking your permission. If I was no, I'm gonna mute you in a minute. <laughs> Here we go. If if I was the defense attorney for Travis McMichael, my arguments would have presented differently. I think that exactly what Katie said is correct. That one of the mistakes that the defense attorneys made. And this is not with with respect to the outcome that happened to Ahmad for Ahmad Aubrey's life does matter. Say that one more time for those people, the trolls. Ahmad's life does matter. (laughs) But here we go. I get what you're saying. I thought the judge ruled they couldn't touch that subject. Guess what that becomes, Megan? That becomes an appealable issue. That becomes an issue on appeal because you cannot talk about what they did without talking about what sparked that Pavlonian response. See, the thing that I think that the defense messed up on was harping on the idea of it being a citizen's arrest. This situation with the McMichaels was nothing more than a Terry stop gone bad. What is a Terry stop? Terry versus Ohio, 392 US 1. This is a reasonable suspicion. You got situations where, first of all, let me explain to you the McMichaels. Martin Luther King, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said it best. Hey, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to mute you, Key, because whatever you're doing, it sounds like you cooking smoked meat and ass in the background. So I gotta mute you. All right. I don't know if he left, but I guess he. I don't know who did I mute. Key. No, you lost KD. You muted me. Lost KD. Giving you Key. All right. Well, Key, it sounds like you 
Yeah, Katie's back. All right, here we go. It sounds like you're sitting. Here we go. Let's talk about these three. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said it best. We don't judge a person by the color of their skin. We should judge them by the content of their character. So let's talk about two of these characters. Gregory and Travis McMichael rose their hand and swore to defend the Constitution of the United States and the laws of the respective county or city where they live. So you've got these law enforcement officers who before they became certified, they went to an academy. They were trained over and over and over again in the different laws of that given county, state, whatever the case may be, for which Terry versus Ohio is one such law. That causes for a person operating on reasonable suspicion that a crime has been or is about to be committed. And thereafter, thereafter, they're allowed to conduct what's called a protective pat down to pat that person down for weapons that could harm that officer. Then after all this training, they graduated from the academy. Then they were put into the field and they worked in the field. Then they went through in service. Too many choices. I hear what you're saying, but that's the problem with people like you. And who's the other person on here in the comments? Uh, Trev's Speaks 3. You guys have not been on that side. So you don't understand. Contrary to popular belief, most black folks won't even stop a woman from getting her ass beat in the streets by another black man. I actually got Facts. two stories about that. So until, until we start actually defending those in our community, shut the fuck up. Respectfully. I digress. I actually got shot at. Hold on, hold on. Let's not. We we in closing arguments. Let's not fuck the momentum. You were. You're right. Because what I'm saying is this. We're talking about characters who they've gone through their probationary period and was constantly evaluated. They were given at a boys when they made an arrest. Then they got to the end service. Then they got to the end service. You just got blocked. There you go. Now, clown that shit. It's <laughs> my page, bitch. Right. Here we go. Then you got to the end service where you were trained again for 20, 30, shit, even 10 years over and over again. Now it's time for you to stop being this officer. Do you think when you hang up the badge that your training is over? Do you think when you hang up the badge that your mindset stops? It's just like if you had a canine, you had a dog, a Belgian Malinois. Let's go. Let's go fancy. Right. You had a Belgian Malinois. This was a narcotics dog and a handler protection dog. But all of a sudden, the dog has been retired. Now you go to the to the place where they sell dogs and you happen to get this one because nobody, maybe the owner died. 
You happen to get through. So then they said, well, this dog is a former police dog. He don't do anything. I heard he did something in narcotics. He did something like this, right? Next thing you know, you pick him up. We going to call him Buddy, right? So you walking by the neighborhood with Buddy. And there's another man who's walking by with a backpack that he's carrying by his side. The dog happens to get a whiff of the backpack, turns around and starts actively scratching at the bag because this was an active alert dog. Now the man comes back and tries to sue you. Your argument is going to be, this is a former police canine. He might have been trained in narcotics detection. He responded to the stimuli, even though he's no longer active in that profession. Much to it, I'm making the argument of House Resolution 218. H.R. 218 is legislation that was sponsored by the United States Congress to allow retired law enforcement officers the ability to still be able to carry firearms in all 50 states. Why? Leo, so. We want to recognize the fact that we have pumped with taxpayer dollars all of this money into these persons. And if they so happen to see something, we want to empower them with the ability to be able to intervene. For we have recognized that their oath should they decide to intervene? We have recognized that these are citizens by the fact that they are no longer active in law enforcement, but by mindset, by duty, by training, we recognize that they impulsively, instinctively, and because of their education and experience, they fall into a different category of the citizenry because they are in fact trained to take action as former police officers. And having done so, we recognize the risk that in doing so, this person could be armed. And we want these retired law enforcement officers to have the ability to be able to mitigate any potential threats in doing what was their job by having the ability to use deadly force. It is also the case in certain places where police officers are encouraged to live into the community. Why? Because the presence of an off-duty police officer in the presence of the community provides a security Bubble, in essence, a security element where a person who would seek to do egregious harm or crime on that block may see that patrol car and be deterred, may see that person as a person who is willing to step out, e pluribus unum, out of the mini one to stop crime that could be happening. So while they are citizens, they fall into a different category. And I'll end with this. Admiral Isroko Yamamoto during World War II is known for having said this. An invasion on the American homeland would be hard to do because behind every blade of glass, there is an armed American. Much to which I would say, is this the kind of message that we want to send to our retirees who served honorably as police officers that we want to 
handcuff or hinder their ability to use Terry versus Ohio to stop and detain someone who may be committing a crime and hold them for the police. This was a Terry stop that went bad. I yield. I'm going to jump in here real quick. Uh, There's a comment that was made by Michael in the comment sections. It says, I wish Mike and Marquise were the people who the black community looked up to, not Al Sharpton. There is where kind of where I was leading for earlier and this obviously may or may not be liked or disliked, whatever the case may be. Why does it have to be two of the three black members on the panel that they should look up to? Can it not be other individuals of different race and creed and ethnicity and religion that they can look up to and find, obviously, um, things in general that they live up to? I mean, for me, no. do I sit there and I sit there and look at and, okay, I only like Donald Trump. Uh, I don't think he I meant it that like, way, though. I, 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 these people. Hold on. Let me finish up. Um, I've drawn stuff from over the years across the board, i.e. Martin Luther King. Mike Brown mentioned that earlier. I've taken full blown into that stuff when I back in the day learned about him. And you know what I mean, I only judge people by the character of them. And it's not by the color of their skin. You know what I mean? I sit there and I take things from Sun Tzu. Out of okay. Again, none to do with white people. None to do with white people. It's one of those that people across all, and this is again where I was talking about earlier. There's too much division and that closed mindedness of that only certain people can give certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess uh, the ability to affect change in a certain community. So here's the thing, um, John, and this is where I understand what he's talking about. He's not speaking to race. Right. That's, That's the difference. He, no, no, no. He's not speaking to race. And what he's going by is this. For some reason, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson were looked at as the emperors of black people. Oh, absolutely. I know that. So, no, no, no. You had your moment. Give me a minute now. So, in reference to what he's saying, whenever there's an incident, those are the people that literally the black people hold up to this regard that these are the people who speak for us. These are the people who have their, excuse me, they have their finger on the pulse. And it's total bullshit. Thank you. Alan Sharpton is about as in touch with his community as R. Kelly's with his um, inner child. Jesse Jackson, the same way. Who fights so battle? The thing, so the thing is Farrakhan. this. So the thing is this. He's not speaking specifically of race. Right. He's speaking of the regard that the black community gives Sharpton and gives Jesse Jackson. That's what he's speaking to. Not specifically race. I don't, I don't know how they even be. I mean, Al Trump, in my opinion, is like a TV media whore. But how do they become these associations? Icons. Well, 
association. We, we, but you know what? Yeah. We got to give. I will say this. Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Sr., back in the civil rights movement, they were relevant during that time. Because I'm, I'm not well because of what was going on during that time. It was a civil rights movement. But I'm and saying, and what, 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 do you want, what do you want me to say? Their association with Martin Luther King. Well, of course. Oh, hell yeah. And what? So, so, so this is what I'm going to say. Today. Yeah. Let's not pretend that your popularity was based on who you hung with. Yeah. Yeah. Not for what you stood for. Yeah. 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 Well, just you know what? Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. Just, and it's very unfortunate. Because if you think about yeah. it, like I said, in black communities, we... Nope, I take that back. Excuse me. In black communities, it's always not the alderman's fault. We're going to go for the mayor and the president. The police superintendent. Or the police... We go for other people, but we don't go for the threat. It's almost like trying to cure cancer... If if I have if I have literally if I have finger cancer, I have cancer in this one digit. But I'm gonna give you medicine for your stomach. Am I addressing the cancer? No, maybe causing no. something else. But cause so it adds other things. Yeah. So in our communities, we hold the wrong and and this this is how I feel. So yeah. fuck it, it is what it is. Speak your peace. In yes. our communities. We hold some of the wrong people in high regard. We do. Like, for example, I had a full out blast out about the Cal Rittenhouse case. Well, why are you so passionate about this? I'm 2A and I'm self-defense. Right. These are things we preach and teach. So I understood the case. I followed the case. I did everything else. Well, why aren't you following the Ahmaud Arbery case? Because in my mind, it's an open and shut. Because no matter what, he's in the South. There's been multiple riots about black people being killed. They're about to be found guilty no matter what the evidence says. Facts. Yep. That's what I, and that's the way I felt. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. That case didn't matter to me. Yeah. And, I, and I apologize if that's offensive to people. But I'm being real. Yeah. We I hold, we as a community, we major in minors. We major in minors. We worry about the stupidest shit when a whole bunch of bigger stuff is happening in our communities on a daily basis. So many people got pissed because of the Cal Rittenhouse case. So why, um, just to interject and ask a question based on that while you're there, I sent you a text month and it was boggling me. I don't know if you remember that text, but I was like, I was listening to the verdict or something like that and I was driving and the whole issue about BLM and the people were kept saying BLM. Oh, it was on. It was on a live. Yeah. And I was watching the uh, the the verdict. Yeah. And it was BLM, 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 and like Black People Matter. And I'm just like, but this is a case that literally involves white people across the board. Right. And I was like, I don't understand why this is becoming a Black Lives Matter point. Tried to explain it earlier. So- so here's, a, and again, Angela, you hit the nail on the head. I talked to someone else who thought the Rittenhouse trial had something to do with killing black people. And I cracked up laughing. I was like, are you serious? Well, according to the media, I was like, exactly. 
it, and then the way they, and then the way it was spun was this was doing a Black Lives Matter protest in regards. We got a victim on the run. Jacob Blake. Victim mentality. I. But did I miss it? But I'll tell you in a minute. With a full riot where people are doing violent shit, burning shit, breaking shit, destroying shit, beating up people and shit, because it was recorded. One business owner got his ass totally whooped that old man before the incident with Kyle Rittenhouse. But guess what? We supposed to be upset because of what? Because again, according to my skin tone, I'm supposed to be upset and I'm supposed to be rioting and looting and protesting what happened in what the hell Kenosha, Wisconsin. According to Trev Speaks, yeah. But, but every weekend in Chicago, 30 to 40 fucking people are shot. But we're not supposed to be rioting, looting, or protesting that. We're only supposed to protest. We're only supposed to protest what the media, and in my opinion, and again, it's on this is recorded, so it is what it is, what our masters said we're supposed to be upset about. My problem with this, and I'm gonna yield the floor in a minute, is that until black people wake up and stop playing who's the best master on the plantation instead of getting your ass off the plantation and staying off the plantation in the first place we aren't going anywhere as a fucking people facts Facts. i'm gonna jump in real quick so obviously going back to where they obviously we started where i came in and he's came in i'm gonna have to agree to disagree with you on that one marquise um, and what I'm talking about is, is cause when he referenced, you know what I mean? The, obviously two of the people off this panel. Okay. Being obviously two black Americans, um, over, you know what I mean? Saying this panel, you know what I mean? Across the board, you essentially did pick the race and I get where you're coming from on aspects of obviously. And I've seen some other comments in regards to, you know what I mean? Different people in different communities don't look at Instructor Mike, okay, as being the forefront person for them. They don't look at Marquise being the forefront person for them um, because you're not necessarily media personalities. But this also goes back to what I was referencing earlier, okay, in regards to the issues we have with the generations that are coming up, okay, and this is across the board. If you're going to be closed-minded that only one skin color can help you, then I'm sorry, you're part of the problem. I don't think that's... Go ahead, keep going. Keep going. I, I, I have to say, you're part of the problem. That's closed-minded. I don't think that's the okay. context. I, I, feel you, I feel you on that, John, and I give you that, and I'm going to receive what you said. But here's my problem with a lot of things, man. In this society, in this society, and again, it's just how I feel. My problem with this society is that, in my opinion, when white, when other races come in on black struggle, that's when it becomes relevant. And that annoys me. Mm. 
Yes, no, 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 no. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, not you, not you, John. I'm not saying you, John. You my brother, no? Mm-hmm. You're my brother. I'm not talking about you. So for me, where I get upset is that, like, for example, and I hope he doesn't get banned for this shit that I'm about to say. When the people in the White House decide to wear kente cloth in solidarity of Black Lives Matter. That was an insult. I literally insult. lost my shit. That was a fucking ridiculous insult. I lost my shit because I was like, oh, God, stop. You're placating. You're not only but you're placating, but you're also insulting. Because if you knew the history in that cloth, that was the cloth of the people who enslaved black people. Mm-hmm. They were the warrior tribe who enslaved black people. And you're wearing the cloth of slave masters. You, but you know what, Marquis? You know how many people do not understand or have not fact-checked to figure that out? Roland Martin? I'm just saying. I understand it, but, but, but this is what I'm saying. In my opinion, yes, John, I agree with you. My heroes don't have color. Okay, nope. my heroes don't have color. That it, it is what it is. But I'm also not going to pretend that color plays a part in my everyday life when it comes to needing to get shit done. Because guess what? And again, I hope, I pray to God, Mike, forgive me. A lot of people voted for Obama. And guess what? That first term, yes, I voted for Obama. That was Bin Laden. The first term. That was Bin Laden shit. And when I saw what happened after that four years, yeah. I am so sorry. I did not vote for him again. Right. But the problem is now is that when you don't do a specific thing, I'm mad you just chased that with fucking Pepsi. <laughs> that is some army shit. You still my brother though. All right, but anyway, um, uh, you hear Mike? You good? I hear you. Anyway, I mean, I that's what I thought with that shit. You just threw me off completely. God damn it. Um, so I voted for him the first four years, okay? But we're now in a society that says if I don't do this, I'm this. So, for example, the young lady who just got lieutenant governor in Virginia, mm-hmm. black woman, excuse She's me, a black Jamaican woman, She's a bad first ass. woman in Virginia to ever get this title. Okay, That's awesome. Yeah. The news went on and said all the Trump supporters came out and got her in office. Wait a minute, pause. Why is it that I can't vote for her because she's the best candidate? Why do I have to be a Trump supporter? Right. Exactly. Right. So that's because that's because when it that's because they're following up a a voting process where they had the first air quote black woman vice president and everyone came out. It's the same concept that you're speaking on. Everyone came out with this high expectation and high hope for her because a she's a black Greek, b she's a black woman, c she's the first black woman, and then they came back the same naysayers. Oh my God! She didn't even appoint anyone black in her office in her cabin. So it's the same thing you're talking about, bro. Yeah. So the thing is, is that for certain stuff, I hate to say it. Yeah. Sometimes I do see that our community holds 
the wrong some people in high regard. Like again, some people hold Kamala Harris in high regard. Some people hold Al Sharpton in high regard. Some people hold um, the other guy that I just said earlier in high regard. There are a lot of people held in high regard in our communities that shouldn't be. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Now, if the gentleman who made that post yeah. or made that statement was specifically talking about black people need to be represented by black people, I don't always agree with that. Right. Because I, because your, and again, John, to your point, the NAACP was ran by a white woman. Three. And she killed that shit. Oh, are we talking about uh, uh-huh. Rachel Delizo? Uh-huh. Y'all killed that shit. Absolutely. The, NAA, the NAACP did amazingly well during her time frame. And in Absolutely. fact, she was. Yeah. And not. Hold oh, on. I, I don't. I again, it depends. Again, there's context to that. Yeah. I, I'm going to say no matter what, there's context to that. It right. depends and on that's how much drive and determination you want to put into your job. I get I still, you know what I mean? There's still issues out there, you know what I mean, and whatnot. And Hold on. Regretfully, there are issues. Um, but at the end of the day, how much determination, how much do you drive do you want to put into to making things better? Are you looking to just collect a paycheck, you know what I mean? Or are you truly looking to affect change? Yeah. I wasn't going to go and let this comment uh, go go without being and, and I'm that's a, where part of my previous statement was coming from. yeah because he was like trev speak was was uh trev's i can't even say his number trev speaks three said because black people see them in black people's corner referencing jackson and sharpton period P- they don't see instructor mike in their corner so who do you think black people will go to i find that to be a funny statement because this information that I just gave that we, I'm sorry, I have to apologize to the panel. The information that we collectively give it and have been given. This has been a consistent show on YouTube and Facebook. Proud of me getting blocked. You. <laughs> this has been a consistent show that we have been doing every Wednesday and adding on such wonderful people as Angela and then Brian when he, uh, he was on here and then uh, uh, Marcel comes on here from time to time and Eric came on. We've been constantly feeding not just black folks, but the world, whoever will watch this. We've been feeding them extra fucking information and that is supposed to be the rubric by which you help people reach the outcomes that equal freedom. And you got fools like Trev Speaks that will say they don't see me in their corner. Fuck it. I'm glad because you're not supposed to like me. As long as you take what I say and it makes your world better, I'm not feeding you, fucking you. I'm financing you. So fuck it. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. You might have misunderstood what he said. Look at his next comment. He said, no, nah, I get it. He said, there's 34 people in here. Black people don't see this. I'm only here because I like gun stuff. That's how I found you. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. When he said, so when he said people don't see you yeah. in their corner, yeah. they don't know you exist. But that's not true. Uh, Hold on. Here we go. 
That's not true. I've been doing my business. No, no, I'm talking about him. No, no, no. We, From his perspective. Yeah, here we go. From his perspective. But I ain't talking about him. I don't even know who the fuck he is, but he's here. <laughs> here we go. I'm talking about the, the tangible people that I touch and reach daily. The lives that I've helped, the stories that I've heard, the tears of Babylon that have flown in my classroom and the deliverance that they have gotten and have helped their families, the mostly women that I have helped in terms of giving them the knowledge, skill and ability to protect themselves and get them out that victim mindset. So fuck what you're saying. I know the thousands of people that I have helped whose names I can recall and the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, I have helped when my shit has gone viral. Even one video that has gone viral and that has gotten Amen. a million views has reached farther than the shit that you have excreted out of your colon. Amen. So what I'm saying is just because within your perspective, Trev speaks three, and I appreciate your perspective because you are seeing it through the lens of your ignorance. That you say they don't see me in their corner. When I got people who will call me, hold on now, I got people who will call me when they're in trouble. That's why tomorrow I'm teaching, while the rest of y'all about to do your Thanksgiving shit, I'm teaching an emergency concealed carry class. Why? Because a mother reached out to me and told me about her son who got arrested on some bullshit the police likely fucked up on. And what would help him in his case is him getting that concealed carry certificate. So don't tell me who the fuck black people don't see in their corner. Black people don't want to see people regardless of race in their corner because they've been fed a motherfucking victim narrative. Angela, do you see it? Angela, do you see the comment? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to let Mike finish, but that's... No, he said, not my perspective. You don't have that many black followers. I didn't know you was counting black people in my profile. You got a lot of motherfucking time. And see, it's always people like him who I'm about to block because it taints the conversation. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually happy he commented, though, because this goes back to what I was saying before. Um, this is the vast majority of this is the va this is what the vast majority of people believe. And it's been forced on them. This is this is the mindset that's been forced on them. They don't think with their own will. This is this is something that the mass media and social media have pushed on people. Facts. Yes, and and yes. that's the main reason why he thinks that way is because that's that's what's been force fed to him. He doesn't have his own opinion on anything else that happened in the world. Well, hold on, Key, hold on, hold on, Mike. And again, we've seen this too. Sure. And you've been to my classes. Yeah. Majority is what? Well, you're right. Majority is white. But here we go. So, so this is what I'm saying. Sure, go ahead. From that young man's perspective. Yeah. What he's saying is based on what he's seeing right now in this chat. Right. The people who are in this chat, uh-huh, the majority are not black. But here's this. 
It's so, the majority are in this room because they want to be here, not because they were not invited. You, right. Jacob, John, Key, KD, I'm sure if Angela was in the area and teaching. No, no, we, no, not the panel. Not the panel. No, no, listen, hear me what I'm saying. We okay. invite people. Mm -hmm. How much we pull teeth to get people to YouTube is some free shit. You ain't got to do nothing but just fucking watch it. The classes, <laughs> we reduce the price of our classes so they can come. So if they're not seeing us in their corner, that's because they don't fucking want to. <clears throat> if, 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 how many of you guys, I'm sorry. No, hold on. How many of you guys? Angela, Angela, Angela. Go, Angela. I feel like a lot of times, though, in that perspective, in that same vein, Mike, no. you also offer them a lot of uh, truth bombs. Um, and truth is a, is, a, is a very jagged pill. Yeah. Um, and I just don't feel I feel like the media and everything else, i.e. I, or e.g. The, the Kente cloth and the pandering feels much more fuzzy to them than what you have to give them, which is going to be a pragmatic outlook and typically just plain truth. Um, and that goes against their, what they personally identify with, and this is my opinion, mm -hmm. goes with what they may personally identify with. And then that vein, it becomes fight or flight because then it's a threat to their actual identity. And security or insecurity. Yes. So yes. it's it's like a death. Yes. Right? Yep. So it's a death of, of yeah, their identity, their ego, whatever it is. And that's not a safe space. I will concede to that. You are correct. Because I am not comfortable to people. Correct. So when you're when you're fed all the Kente claws and all that dumb bullshit that apparently works. Um, because people like fuzzy, warm, unicorn farts and rainbows then you come in with truth that makes them uncomfortable. They just want to shut, they're going to shut it off. And that's why they don't see me in their corner or, or anybody else. Because we all teach wonderful things. All of us. Yep. That's, that's why we even here on this panel. If I didn't think that Marquise, and Key, KD, why do y'all sound like Darth Vader? Who the fuck? Key. I, not me. Key. Damn, how Key. was it me? It ain't, it ain't key. It's not key. I don't know who it is, but all I heard was a... It's key. My mic muted. Okay. And then here's this. My daughter playing with a um, rapper next to me. Now you're good. Uh -huh. None of us here are perfect. We're literally teaching from experiences and failures. That's why... I didn't want to make this a instructor, Mike. I've had lives in previous years where it was just me. Man, fuck that. I figured we could get a rich, diverse conversation by having the best on this panel. Well, I'm just all right, though. Lies. I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm a regular goddamn guy. Exactly. I'm just a seat filler. All of us. I put my, I put my um, shirt on one leg at a time like everybody else. <laughs> Your shirt. <laughs> I'm backwards at that. Upside down. 
I'm yep. just saying. And it's like inside out. I very rarely wanna block folks because I and I had to pull myself back. I'm being vulnerable now. I had to pull myself back from that because we tend to hear people's differences of opinion and we forget it's their truth. Their truth and the truth are two different things. Right. Their truth is that people are the people are the collection of their education, experiences and habits and that is their truth. And it because I believe something different, it doesn't invalidate their opinion. That's the purpose of discussion. Discussion. Uh-oh. No, I, I've kill, I, I, I killed that. You already got him? I killed that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And Jesse been knowing... what do you say? Jesse, I don't even care because it's gone. Jesse been knowing me since I've been to police. So it ain't like people who know me, who they've been knowing me long before I even had a platform or profile or whatever the case may be. I'm not changing up because I've got whatever I got, whatever little I got. I'm humble. I've always been this way. You know, it's authentically me. I am a I have failed at shit and I want you to do shit, see shit differently because I recognize that the more information we keep from you, the more you can be controlled, actually. Hmm. Well, you see that now, though. Dumbing down of, of the people has been in effect for a long time. You see that now when you have literally the and I and I told one of my students just the other day, I said, you know, because one of the things that come up was, well, black people don't know this and black people don't know where to look for that. I'm like, so what you're telling me is this. Everyone has the same opportunities to go look for stuff via their phone, via the internet. But what you're saying is people still right now can say they don't know something. I said, uh, how is it that on, what was Friday? When, when, when was the uh, verdict given? For was which one? Rittenhouse? <coughs> Rittenhouse. No one cares about the Aubrey case. I'm not going to lie to you. It was Friday. Was yeah, that was, it Friday. was Friday. That was Friday. I literally cracked up because... You have a person who still to this day on Friday, well, federal is going to get him anyway because he drove a gun across state lines. Federal ain't thinking about his ass. So when you have Friday, November, whatever day of the week, and you still say in 2021 that federal is going to get him because he drove a gun over state lines, when in the free YouTube app was the trial. When before the YouTube app had the trial for 2021, excuse me, he had another trial in Antioch about the gun charge because they was like, was this gun in your possession in Illinois? No, it wasn't. So he had two trials that said the same thing. The gun was not driven over state. And yet you had the nerve and audacity to take your ass on social media and say, well, federal's going to get him because he drove a gun across state lines. How is it that you choose, choose to stay ignorant? 
You choose to stay in the dark, standing next to light switches. People choose to be blind. If you still to this day are getting your news from the news, in my opinion, you are fucking up. CNN was caught in a lie. And guess what? They when doubled down. Earlier about <laughs> being on the stand, you got one time to lie. One time to lie. Yeah. And you're a liar for life. They got caught in a lie. That's why, specifically, remember, and again, I love the media. There was a specific, what was his name? San, San, Sandman? Sandman, you talking about the um the kid from um the kid from that um right March so for the Our Lives the uh, talking to a Native American Nick Sandman. I'm gone. I'll see y'all. Y'all right, have a great safe, man. Good night. You have had this young man. All right, buddy. All right, guys. All right. We'll say you had this young man with a MAGA hat talking to a Native American, and it was a news report. He about wasn't even hate talking speech. to him. It was a news report about hate speech. About him getting in this person's face, being disrespectful the whole nine. They finally got the whole video, and it was they like had all the whole video. they were having a conversation. Oops. Oops. So now that you defame this young man, he is now not one million, not two million, not even ten million. He is two hundred and fifty million dollars richer. Because you did not go check your facts before you opened your mouth. Your mouth. Yep. It's not a requirement anymore because social media does not require anyone to go find out what happened. You can go ahead and just say what you feel happened, and now it's truth. Which is why. Well, you know that. Which is why I can't wait to get on Mr. Rittenhouse's uh, friends list. Four doors. Shout out. Four doors, more whores. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to change that to fuck around and find out. He finna get paid. Because guess what? The media is not about the facts, it's about who's first in giving you the info. If it bleeds, whether the info is true or false. Yep. I keep I say I keep telling y'all they they knew they knew the truth this entire time, especially with Sam and his will. They had the full tape. They edited the tape prior. That's one of the main reasons why they settled outside of court. Um, they purposely fix it this way. It's it's all shock culture. It's all for attention. It's all to get to to have the most clicks on on on, on their post. That's why everything, every article that we see, it always leads in some type of way that's gonna force you to click on this article. It's not it's not leading with the truth already, and the truth that is inside of it is four or five paragraphs down. So now they fill take the top that, part with fluff. So now take that into account with your instructor choices. What if you have the instructor who just jumps on every bandwagon instead of performing their own independent thoughts? Because <laughs> again, John is not a parrot. Mike is not a parrot. Angela, you're an instructor. You're not a parrot. Instructor Key, he's not a parrot. KD is not a parrot. We are individuals with our own thoughts and feelings. And we come together and we agree on occasion. 
more more than on occasion. We agree a lot. We do mm-hmm. way more than agree on occasion. Yeah. But at least we know our truth, so that way we're not sitting here regurgitating what we think and what we heard someone else say. And and, so, and we also respect each other's opinions. That's something that's missed a lot today. Yeah. Oh no, I curse y'all out when the when the camera goes off. I believe it. <laughs> hey. Hey, but you know what, Marquis? Marquis they came told me out, to be where yesterday, guys. They came out in the early 90s. I don't know if you guys remember. I'm going to tell a little bit of my age. Sex lies and videotapes. I remember yes. that. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, no. That right? No, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm not old enough for that, buddy. You know, they came out then. If you look at how like, all of these social media platforms are set up right now, uh, the content that you put out there, as long as you get likes and views, you get paid That's for only- Yep. So... But with that being said, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter how I say it. All that matters is if I can get someone to click on it, I can get an award and I can start generating money from it. So you 